welcome to podcast number 199, the podcast in which Gus tries to piss Kara off as much as possible. Oh, yeah, what happened? Annoying. Oh, I just keep fucking with her set stuff. She, she uh, oh, that's right. put a lot of stuff out there for us. There we go. She, uh, she gave me a unopened bottle of champagne to open on the podcast, and you just put that hat on, so I'm oh, curious shit. if I can take <laughs> that hat off your head. <laughs> My protective device. That's, oh, oh. Not, that's not a bad idea. Thank you. <laughs> All right, I'm prepared. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't. I need. To, don't want to have to get a replacement this could be laptop. Incredibly dangerous. <laughs> All right. You know what? What's more nerve wracking? Trying to pop a bottle of champagne or trying to open a canister of those biscuits? Champagne. Like, champagne. champagne. For no. Sure. You ever done that? where you peel the label back and you're waiting for the biscuit, then you go. Yeah, it's a pop. That pop thing pop it does. Noise. No, it's definitely. I think it's more nerve wracking right, being go. in the room where you're opening it. All right. Let me see. You're a little high right set. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I don't want to hit him. You don't. I hope wanna, I hit his I, knuckles. You don't want to hit him. Oh God. I can't, I can't watch. Whoa, oh, that was just over. I was, con- I was convinced it was going to hit my knuckles. <laughs> God, that would have been the best. Happy New Year. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Today is So this January is podcast 1st. 199. It would have been, oh, if we had started the mistake. Oh. If we had started the podcast just a week earlier, the first podcast of 2013 would be 200. Oh, that would have been that, awesome. Is Wait, is this mean? podcast 200? This is 199. Oh, okay. So yeah. this is, but this You're is, gonna what's, what's today? This January 1st. Today is January 1st. Oh, okay. Yay. 2013. So that's the last thing people want to see on January 1st is more champagne. It, like, the way I think about it is if they're hungover by the time this podcast is coming out at 7.30 p.m., they either did something really wrong or really right. Yeah. Either way, they're going to be punished. Yeah, either way, Dude, enjoy. Something about that New Year's yours. always makes you get more drunk than normal. Like, the, the last time I got blackout drunk was New Year's two years ago. Is that the story where you passed out and yes. people poured Cheetos uh, on you? Uh, no, that was a few years before that. That is was it? when Yeah, you, I'm drinking out of an Achievement Hunter glass. This is Jack's champagne. You did a shot out of a frozen shot glass and slammed it on the ground. Yeah, that's no, no I, I'm doing it. So, I, I'm, well, I guess I had a New Year's party this year. Uh, and, spoiler, uh, we pre-recorded this podcast <laughs> before January 1st. And so, no, so my sister a couple years ago gave me this this tray are you just loading that thing up jesus yeah, here's champagne she gave me a tray of um it's it, where you do you fill it with water and then it's got little plugs that you put inside of it it makes ice shot glasses it's the coolest thing ever and then, I, I, it's i don't let's, let's, let's when be realistic did Jack here ever described anything and not ended it with it was the cool it's the coolest thing ever. i'm a very positive guy what yeah but it's like cool. ice, are really, ice positive. shot glasses are the top of the list it's absolutely like, they're but the absolute coolest 10 hour kid up the get. bikini video not cool. the coolest thing ever. Well, that, that is Ice shot glasses, ever. coolest thing ever. Coolest anyway, thing ever. so... Whoa! Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did you give me, Kara? That was loud as hell. That scared the shit out of me. That was really loud. Wow. Cheers, right. Barbara. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Happy New Year to everybody. Cheers, guys. Cheers. How come you got like a little dribble of it? I think you already, or did drank, you already, so. already drank it. I already drank it. Okay. So before the podcast what? started, they decided to uh, <laughs> pop off one of those little poppers that Gus just had. And then I walked in, and Gus informed me that they didn't clean it up, that Joe the cat just came through and ate every single bit of confetti that came we out We were of getting it. the broom to start sweeping it up, and as we were getting it, I turned around, and he was here, like, hunched over eating it. So I ran over to try to stop him, but he started running away from me, running around in circles. He jumped up on his box in the other room, saw that I was still chasing after him, and then, like, like a little kid doing something bad, he very quickly started eating all the, con- <laughs> the confetti in his mouth, and by the time I got to him, he was just like... <laughs> What are you going to do about it, you know? Nice. <laughs> Asshole. Oh, he's going to hate awesome. me. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so he has not thrown up yet. Anyway, ice shot glasses. Is, you, make ice, you make an ice shot glass, and then when you take a shot, when you're done, you can throw it on the ground because it's just water, you know? But then you got ice all over your ground. You got to be outside. Well, we were outside. Yeah, we were outside <laughs> when we did it. 
So, oh, were you? Or I don't know. I may have been. Was I inside when we did it? I don't remember. I, you know, I don't remember much of that. <laughs> my, my favorite tweet I've ever done in my life was that that New Year's from two years ago. It's just gibberish, and then it's a link to a photo of my back porch <laughs> with nothing on it, like nothing in particular. I have no idea what your, I was trying to do. But Your uh, favorite tweet ever is not your Lacey Chabert exchange. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a whole fun. I can't believe you still haven't even talked about what that happened? on the yeah. podcast. Say what? You had a... Twitter conversation with Lacey Chabert? Well, if, if, her, if, if the conversation is her saying hi to me, then yes, I had a Twitter conversation with her. Okay, wow. No, it was, it, was, it was a thing where I was like, on he, Twitter. He, was like, he, he tweeted something pathetic like, I wonder what it would take to get Lacey Chabert to say hi to me. And <laughs> I replied, to follow me. To follow to follow me. me. And I replied to him, I was like, go home, Jack, you're drunk. <laughs> and then she replied with hi, and I was like, <laughs> that was funny because what had happened, I, like, I, like I, I, it popped up in my feed, and I was like, that was pathetic. <laughs> It, it was kind of, it was like, I couldn't tell if it was real or not, because I thought maybe someone had made a fake account, like, and duped it and tried to, like, mess yeah. with me. And so, like, I had retweeted and, like, favorited that message, and then I was like, oh, God, this is fake. And so I undid it all. Oh, Whoa. <laughs> yeah, this is good. And this then, is, uh, then I realized, the like, since she has a verified I love that account, smell. some of the stuff doesn't show up. But. Burnt gunpowder and gasoline are, like, my you two love favorite that smells. Smell? That's America. Sorry, Jack, I completely bailed on your story. <laughs> anyway. But it was the coolest thing ever. It was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> we were looking up something on Twitter the other day. Uh, who was it that wanted to know it? I think it might have been Brandon. Hook me up some of that stuff. Was curious if... <laughs> <laughs> he was Brandon curious if no Tila Tequila had a Twitter account. Oh, and we Jesus. had a bet as to how many followers yeah. Tila Tequila would have. I guess she was the most popular person on MySpace. I guess yes. 250, I think. 250,000? 250,000. I would guess 1 million. I would guess like seven fifty. It's all irrelevant because she has about ten thousand because she's apparently deleted her Twitter account about five different times. Oh, nice! In a fit of rage, she did the Chris Brown thing yeah. where she gets angry and deletes it. I don't think she did the Chris Brown thing. That's like a totally different level. She just deleted her Twitter. Account. You know, driving down the road, punched some chick in the face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have to wonder. Grammy. Everyone who has a Twitter who's like not considered famous in any way, shape, or form, why do they bother having a Twitter? Like, oh, two people follow me, ten people follow me. It's like, a way to communicate with your friends. Yeah, but like. What if you or don't you, have any friends? Or you, fucking supermodel over here. Wow, <laughs> yeah, look at that. I don't understand why the, the oh. common people have I mean, Twitter. If you, don't, if you don't have 100,000 people up with Gus, what, I just don't what do all the normal people do on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> look at the, the like 1% me. over here. I'd love to know. You and your hat and your champagne glass. Nothing bothered me. I must go tweet. Who <laughs> <laughs> wants to know what I'm up to? <laughs> you must invest in pork bellies, I say. I was acting the Duke of Windsor the other day. What does that mean? You sound like a complete douchebag, Barbara. <laughs> that was pretty douchey. That was pretty douchey. It's but, one of the douchiest things I've ever said. But it is kind of crazy, too. It's like it's when you go back and you look at your stats on the roosterteeth.com social media site, how many posts do you have or how many journals do you have? Um, not very much, actually. There's you some people who have, like, thousands and thousands, but there's other people who have 10, 20. Th- didn't we, haven't we looked this up before, like, going back to Twitter, that, like, 50% of Twitter accounts never make a tweet, or, like, 90% of them have, like, less than 10 followers? Yeah. It's something, it's, I think it's, like, 90% have less than 100 followers. You know, Jason Sudeikis has a Twitter account, a verified Twitter account. He's got, like, th- like 30 or 40,000 followers, hasn't made a single tweet. And he's had it for, like, two years. Wow. So the, the rate at which some people tweet, as Twitter goes on in time, really people start to outpace each other. Like, yeah. I think that I tweet a lot because I reply to people all the time. Like, you I don't. do, like, maybe one tweet a day, and I reply to people who send me messages on there. You don't yeah. tweet a lot, to be honest. No, but then I look at other people, and they have, like, 30,000 tweets. Well, see, that's my, that's my thing. I, like, like I, have, I have sort of a general ratio in my head where it's amount of tweets, w- like, as compared to amount of followers. 
And if you if you have more tweets than you have followers, then you have kind of an imbalance. Yeah, well, yeah, but that's such an arbitrary number. Well, but ninety five percent of accounts have less than hundred followers. Okay. So but, it's like but they, be but, no, no content. But, but if you have less than 100 followers and 10,000 tweets, it's like, okay, calm it down. Calm it about down. That. So. Well, one of the things that came up recently is I, I was playing uh, – wait, wait, real, real fast. Okay, before sorry. you talk about what you were playing. Yeah. When you started talking about this conversation with Brandon, why did he scream no like he was so scared? Yeah. Hey, I don't think Brandon likes being mentioned, which I don't – if I was Brandon, I wouldn't want people to talk about me either. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, thought, I, thought you were gonna, I thought this was going to be an awful story. Does, and so, be really does he like Tila Tequila? Does no, the, well, he, he looked, up he looked her up. He was curious about Tila oh, Tequila. Oh, I think I know why he didn't want us to talk about oh, this. Why is that better, Oh, oh, oh <laughs> I do know now. I do know now. <laughs> Tell it. Tell the story. Uh, so there was uh, an account that was tweeting to Brandon. I'm sorry, Brandon. And oh, he tweeted no. back to it. And oh, then no. She, no, no, he just saw her in the following. Go ahead, you tell oh. the story. You know so much. I'm sorry, Brandon. Uh, Brandon saw a girl who was following him, and he tweeted at her saying, like, oh, this must be a bot, ha-ha, because it's, like, a pretty girl. <laughs> and she tweeted back to him, like, I'm not a bot, and, like, posted all these pictures of herself. Oh, no. The oh. more pictures she posted, the younger she appeared to be, <laughs> to the point where then he came and was, like, wondering, is it, should, I should not no longer tweet this person, correct? <laughs> yeah. And we determined... Like, <laughs> the way we determined is we went through her follow, who she follows list, and I said, now, if in her first 30 follows, Justin Bieber appears, she's, <laughs> she's under 18. She followed, in her first, like, 20 follows, she followed three different Justin Bieber accounts and Selena Gomez. Oh. Uh, was One Direction in there? No. <laughs> I'm sure they One are. Direction was not my barometer for that. It was just Justin Bieber. No, but she had a lot of Justin Bieber a lot. Followings. Like, d- different fan accounts and different, like, Can't dedication get enough of the beebs. I've never seen someone follow that many different accounts So, this, so this is Brandon's new, this is Brandon's future wife? It's his main squeeze. Okay, just for reference later, and edit. <laughs> <laughs> so you were saying you were, you were playing something. Well, I was playing, like, we are talking about the amount that people tweet. Yeah. I was playing uh, uh, Lego Star Wars, or Lego games in general, tend to be the games that once I play... Then for a minute, I'm just I'm sucked in, and I like have to complete them. I don't know. It's like the one kind of game I'm still to this day have to complete because I like it because we play on my kid's account, and I like the idea that later he can go back and look and remember all the fucking hours that not all the fucking hours, all the hours, <laughs> all the hours <laughs> we played precious <laughs> memories that we made together, <laughs> all the hours that, that we played Lego games quality together, time. <laughs> and we'll have all these completed games of, of Lego together. So, but to complete Lego games is play through the game, play through the game again. Play through the game again, and then like play individual parts of the game to complete everything. You ever done that before? Oh, I think one of them I did. I never completed one, but I know Michael does it too. It's yeah. it's it's kind of horrific. You have to find all these different things, like these red bricks, gold bricks, all that stuff. And uh, so I went to look up a fact on Game Facts. It's, it's one reason I go to Game Facts is to look up Lego games. And uh, so if I look up the Lego Lord of the Rings uh, fact, it has a ton of information done by one guy. I made a mistake. I was going to look up a word. And I looked up the word. Uh, instead of looking up an entire word, I just typed in the letter T and then hit, hit enter. Okay. And on the browser that I was using, it highlighted all instances of the letter T in a word. And there was something like 28,000 Ts. And I thought about that first. And I thought, this guy typed that much. I mean, it's like 28,000 words at least that contain the letter T in it in this document. Well, some words have two Ts. Uh, sure. But or still, three. just the size of the document is just yeah. ridiculous. And it's just some dude just doing it at home. You know, and it's on GameFAQs. No, it's, like, I mean, not his job or anything. Yeah, I mean, I wonder how popular GameFAQs is now. I mean, like, GameFAQs is one of the inspirations for Achievement Hunter, I'll be honest. Well, I mean, it was, It's part of GameSpot now. Like, is that what it is? Yeah, it's integrated, uh, it? like, in the GameSpot. I think if you read or view 
or look up information about a game, you can then look at the game facts information as well. There, we got it up on the website, oh. or up on the uh, the stream <laughs> so right yeah, now. If you're watching feed. at home, um, yeah. So click on the uh, click on the fact tab, and then there's a PS. That's the other thing too. Is like the, whatever the highest size file there. That's is. what I always do. Also, yeah, yeah. yeah. The general fact. There's also kind of symbol there, but that's the document. That's like some dude just typing that in. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be sexist. I say some dude. It could be a girl, but... It's not. <laughs> Who are we kidding? <laughs> some, some pretty young lady sitting at home Girls typing up the Lord of the Rings Lego fact. She's, yeah. she's following like 10 different Lord of the Rings Twitter accounts. <laughs> she has 10,000 tweets and four followers. Did you... Uh, Barbara hates it. You weren't here when we did the podcast awards a couple weeks ago, but did you... Uh, oh, you, missed, yeah, you missed I was here for the nominations. I was not here for the awards. Did, have you played any of the Walking Dead game, which we voted Game of the Year? Oh, yeah. I played the, the entire thing. Yeah, yeah okay. I think I played it. Ray, you, you Ray cried, played it. right? Or you teared up? No, that was Ray. Well, but you did too, right? It was, it was an emotional game. Here's yeah. what I'm going to say. It was like... It, first of all, it was written by a writer that I really like. Some of it was by Gary Witta. Okay. Uh, he's a guy um, who's big in the video game industry... But he also wrote Book of Eli, which I've talked about, movie I loved. Uh, and he's wrote this new Will Smith movie that's coming out called After Earth. I'm a big fan of his. And he wrote some of the segments of uh, Walking Dead. Uh, maybe all of it, but I want to say definitely from three through five he wrote. Cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, Ray played it and I played it. And we both kind of had this thing. We were sharing on Twitter just images of some of the characters. And that's just <laughs> enough to kind of set you off yeah. after a while. Nice. Yeah. But I, I will say this. It's like, did you see uh, – we didn't talk much about The Master – the movie by Paul Thomas Anderson that came out this year. Right. So that's like a three-hour... Barb, you and I went and saw we it. We did. It's like a three-hour movie that basically features two people the entire time. Pretty much. It focuses on these two characters. Kind of like There Will Be Blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just like, by the time you get to the end of that movie, you're just... By default, that you're still sitting in that seat, you are invested in these characters. And, like, the conclusion with those characters is enough to, like, emotionally, emotionally like, just kind of drive you over the edge. There's so much weight. And the same thing with Walking Dead. By the time you finish all five episodes, you're probably, like, 30 hours into just, like, watching a story because there's wow. not much interaction. There's yeah. some, but there's just there's, – there's a mechanic in the game where they kind of track your choices over time, mm-hmm. and that's just enough to get you totally invested in your choices and then keep you further invested in the story, and it just happens to be a great story. It's really cool, and I think you can look on their website and view those metrics as well. I think it's, like, thewalkingdeadstats.com or something like that. You can see all of the different choices people have made globally. Man. Yeah, and there's a really cool thing that at the end of episode five, it tells you a summary of all the characters uh, in what you did, like for your storyline, like what happened to this person, what happened to that person. And a couple of people have taken photos of their screens, like iPhone photos, and then posted those two screens. It's, the characters go across two different screens. And uh, just reading the storylines of other people's characters, I'm like, what the fuck? They went where and they did what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and, and uh, you know, if you're a fan of Walking Dead, either the graphic novel or the television series on AMC, then you know that they love killing off main characters. Yeah. I mean, they will, like, yeah, and they, this is the lead character, nothing can happen to them, and then, bam, they're dead in a minute. Is this the trailer for the game? Yeah, That's the, actually the first episode, yeah. Yeah the, yeah, yeah, the first episode, it was free on Xbox Live for a day, I think. It was on Christmas Day. It was yeah, free, Christmas and, Day. And they had a sale on the 28th where all of them were half price. Yeah, these two characters, Lee, there <laughs> on the left, and that little girl, Clementine, it's just, like... The, the relationship between those two is just brutal. Yeah, Lee is who you uh, play as. You okay. play as Lee, yeah. Is it a big issue if you haven't seen any of Walking Dead? Not at no. all. Okay. Really? It's not set in all. the universe, but the story's not related. There is one okay. character in episode one who crosses over to the TV show. Uh, you, you meet Glenn. Right. 
uh, and he's only in episode one, but then he leaves to go find his friends, and he leaves to go to the TV show, presumably. Yeah. And but that's the only cross. They, they never mention it. There's no crossover other than that, as far as I remember. That's kind of surprising. Also, there is a character uh, in the game who's big in the graphic novels, uh, and apparently she has now appeared in the television series as well. Oh, really? They're at the point. There, there's a, spe- a specific place uh, in the graphic novel, like a location that that's where they are in the series now too. It's like the enemy place if you watch the series. And there's a character in the graphic novel that lives in that place, and she's in the uh, in the game. And I didn't know that. Ray pointed it out to me, and I had to go look it up. And yeah, she's it's she looks totally different. Like they don't bother making them look similar in any way. What's funny is, um, you know, the TV show's been on the air for several seasons now, but playing through the game has made me want to go back and read the graphic novels. Like I never got that itch watching the TV show, but I feel like I got so much more invested in the character since you're driving choices and. Affecting the outcomes of people's lives, I want to find out more about the universe. Can I make a recommendation? Sure. I would watch the television series to completion whenever that takes place, and then go back and read the graphic novels because they'll probably still be ongoing at that point. And a big thing with this universe between the game, the graphic novels, and the series is that consistency doesn't seem to matter. They have thrown that out completely. Hmm. Uh, The series is very much an adaptation of the graphic novel. It like some characters that uh, lived in the series died or in the graphic novels died very early in the television series. And some characters that were integral to the graphic novels don't even appear in the, well, in the they series. They have no consistency with their showrunners either, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They just lost another one, too, right? Yeah, this, they, they're going to have a new one for next season. Yeah. So, so how far into the series do you need to watch before you really get hooked into the show? How, how, how long does it take for you to get hooked in? I, thought, I, watched, I watched like four episodes, and it just lost It's really slow, right? Yeah, well, I, I got to the point. Well, I, I've talked about this before, but the thing that pissed me off was like, the characters are so stereotypical, to me at least. Like, there was the guy, like, beating his wife and stuff. And it's like, if there's a zombie apocalypse, you're not going to worry about shit like yeah. that anymore. At least to me. That's what I, I would think. And so, see, I, I was like, that, that turned me off so much for the what, show. What, let me see if I get this straight. If there's a zombie apocalypse, <laughs> you're not going to worry about beating your wife anymore? Well, no, no. You have bigger problems. You have bigger issues. Like, there's so much, like... like they What do you with... think it is? Like, a to-do list? Like, <laughs> no, you know, like... Dude, no, it's, it's about survival at that point. I but mean, the like... stress of... That's the thing. It's like hu- humans, flawed humans, in this horribly... Uh, stressful environment and what happens. I mean, I think it would cause. More it's like you're poking at the wound. Yeah. But it's, yeah. Like, but it's like, like, I, I used to think like you. Okay. Where I would think if there was an apocalypse, people would pull together, try to make humanity survive. Like Independence and then, Day. And then I played Day Z. Yeah. And I realized <laughs> if the apocalypse hits, the shit just hits the yeah. fan. Yeah. Like Everyone's playing Day Z really changed my perspective. Like that's just a game. That's not even you know anything like real life. But it was it very quickly turns into a cutthroat. Killer be killed. Well, there's, environment. there's parts of World War Z that deal with that kind of stuff too, like the the celebrities that whole that whole bit and like the celebrity bunker, which is awesome, which is like a ruin in the movie, I'm sure. But anyway, that's a whole other story. <laughs> Jesus, dude, I'm still pissed off about that whole movie. Um, but no, like the whole the whole thing with like racism, like dealing with that, it's like it's like I don't I don't get that. Like it's just like well, uh, when there's scarce uh, resources, you allocate them. Like you're, I mean, I, I could see racism coming back. I you're gonna so, if but... you're, you're gonna allocate those scarce resources to the people you prefer or you think are better. Well, don't forget too. It's also dealing World War Z is a global thing. Yeah, the book. Yeah. And so it, when it talks about the racism, it talks about it in different parts of the world, like India yeah. or class structures. Well, I was actually jumping back to Walking Dead, but I mean, it also yeah. comes up in World War Z. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Man. Well, it's just that people carry with them, you know, what they have, and it's like. 
you know, when apocalypse goes down, you don't also don't know who's going to survive. Yeah. You don't you don't interface with most of the world, the people would, of the world. You know, I would probably die pretty quick in an apocalypse. Man, because I would be so trusting, be like, okay, guys, let's work together. And then, uh, <laughs> they, then I'm naked on the side they of the road and dead. Not me. Yeah, exactly. I played so much Daisy. I'd be like in the fucking bushes, <laughs> like <laughs> like just peeking around. You'd be like trying to steal someone's bike. <laughs> yeah, I'd be riding a bike, getting other people killed. Actually, what you you do own a gun too, so I probably can't think <laughs> shit. I need to go buy a gun. So for speaking the apocalypse. of racism, we just saw Django. Oh my god, J- Django Unchained. You haven't seen it yet, right? No, I haven't, dude. It's fantastic. I can't believe they didn't show that at BNAT. Like that would have been a perfect button-a-thon movie. It would, you would have thought so. Yeah. But yeah, Django Unchained. It's it's by far my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. So now. you said that you said an interesting thing to me about it the other day when you were describing it. Mm. You said you thought it was the most straightforward Quentin Tarantino movie in a long time. Yes. You didn't think in, like Inglorious Bastards was pretty straightforward. Even in Glorious Bastards, they do jump around, and there's kind of multiple threads going on. There's, like, the girl and the guy at the, uh, the theater, and then mm-hmm. the sort of the crew, you know, the bastards themselves, and kind of, like, there's different things kind of scattered throughout the movie. And this one, it was very much a, just a straightforward narrative. Hmm. And um, Does it have those incredibly long scenes? Not as much. Like there's Bastards a, had? There's, there's a couple. There's one in particular. I'll just, I'll just say the baghead scene. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, like... They could have pulled it right from the movie and, like, you wouldn't have missed it at all. But that little scene, it's like, oh, that's that makes it a Tarantino movie. Yeah. Tarantino loves those long, super long, drawn-out scenes. Yeah. Like, there's the scene at the beginning of Inglorious Bastards in the farmhouse, which is amazing. Up. God, it's a great scene. It's a really amazing there, scene. There's the scene in the bar, like the, the basement the bar. The bar one is, is what I was thinking of. It's yeah. in the middle of the movie. And it's so ridiculously. Yeah, I, I, would, I would equate the, the baghead scene to that bar scene. Where I don't it's think kinda, that long. Maybe though. it wasn't as long, but it's kind of just like it seems like it kind of comes out of left field. It's like, oh wow, but then it's like okay, and then kind of keep going. I was talking to a friend about Inglorious Bastards versus Django. Yeah. And they were saying that they liked them both equally, but they liked Django more because they had to do less reading. Yeah. Oh, we, really? got, we, got the trailer, wow. we got the trailer for Django, who, whoever's uh, yeah, watching I, uh, the stream. That actor's great. I don't know the name Christoph of the actor. Waltz. But he was the guy who carried Inglorious Bastards, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah he won an Academy Award for that. Did he? For Inglorious Bastards. Man. I will recommend, if you have an Alamo Draft House around you, see Django Unchained at the Alamo Draft House. Because they prep you for the movie. Like, most people don't know, but there's actually... Really? Well, no, there's a movie called Django. There was an, a movie, that, like a, an Italian Western called Django. And a lot of the, a lot of the, the Django and Chain is lifted from you know the original or not lifted, but I mean has elements of that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's a remake. Uh, it's not not really, but um, but the guy who was the original Django actually makes an appearance in Django and Chain. And it's one thing that if you didn't see the trailer for it, you would com- you would have no idea. How is this not a remake? Yeah. There's a movie called so, Django. Well, the, now he's well, unchained. Well, no, no, the, no. The original guy, he's a, he's a white guy. It's, it's going a spiritual around, sequel. You know, killing people. This was a uh, you know a former slave who is getting revenge and trying to get his wife back. Yeah. So I, I will say I haven't seen the original Django, but the theme song uh, of Django Unchained is the theme song from the original Django. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're not, not. You're not. You're, you're not, not making your a case, case here at all. At all. Okay. This is not no. A no. If you if, go find go find Django and then you know, tell me it's the same thing. Tell me it's a remake of Django Unchained. Or I like how adamant okay. you are, despite the fact you haven't seen the movie either. Okay. Yeah. We don't know anything about Django. It could very well be the exact same movie minus the. Racism. The racism and slavery. The horrible, and horrible racism. Major plot points of the movie. So. <laughs> Do you want to? Uh, you want to yeah. look it up on IMDb? No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Well, you have a shot. How did, how did that become it. a thing? How did that become a thing? <laughs> because like, every time we look it up, you, one you time, about it. suddenly that's the thing. We're like I'm pushing that button. Guy. We're like rubbing <laughs> that wound. Christ. I think I mean, that's, that's the thing. If there was a zombie apocalypse, 
you would still get pissed off about the IMDb joke. Probably. IMDb would be long dead. Yeah. The servers would all be powered down. Just, just pray will get any weapons around you guys. <laughs> so someone would be talking about movies and be like, you shut the fuck up. Just you just shut the fuck up. I've got a, I've got a machete. You back the fuck up. We'd be like, well, we should look up how to kill these zombies on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I want to also answer your question. So yes. you said, what would it take to get hooked on Walking Dead? Yes, I was, I think, four episodes in. I made it to the episode where they go back to the roof to try to find the guy. Okay. And they don't find him. And you're not hooked by that point? No. I episode one was a little slow, but by two I felt like... I thought episode one was great. The end of it, like the pilot episode, like the end of it where like he's in the tank or whatever, yeah. it was like, wow, that's... That's like directly from the graphic novel. Okay, that was pretty damn cool. Pretty direct interpretation. And then, um, but from that point on, like, I don't know, it, just, it never hooked me, like... I feel like I for know. me the beginning of episode one was kind of slow, like the the main character and his partner in the car, like talking about the fight yeah. he had with his wife, like that kind of dragged on. Yeah, but- I will say this is that if the first season didn't hook you for Walking Dead, then you probably won't get hooked because the real roadblock is the first half of season two. Yeah, it is probably the slowest like six to eight episodes of television I've ever seen. On anything ever. Is that what you took me to see that one time at the Alamo? I could have been in there. So it's when they're at a farmhouse. They were at a farmhouse. There was a, there were, after Darabont uh, got let go, Frank Darabont, who made Shawshank Redemption and The Mist and all that, uh, after he was let go as the showrunner for Walking Dead after season one, didn't come back. I guess their, their philosophy was that they, they, they had enough of an audience and they'd spent enough money per episode to gather that audience that they were just going to like really reduce the cost of the show. So they spent like six or seven episodes like on one farm Whoa. dealing with one issue. I mean, Jeez. think about that. That's like eight hours. That's like, that's, that's, like, like, that's like half a season of a that's like a bottle season. Was, Not even a bottle episode. Was, it's yeah. like it's like a it's like a an episode of Lost or <laughs> like a season of yes. Lost. But I will say this: after those episodes, it pays off in a huge okay. way, and it's great. I need to get back into it. And yeah. I mean, also the fact that like. Um, so Chandler, Chandler Riggs, who's the kid on the show, like apparently he's got he's becoming a badass now. And it's like I, you know, he's a nice don't dude. Spoil it. Well, I, I don't know. Like I haven't watched the show. I can't spoil it because I haven't no. seen it. Yeah. But I, I heard he becomes a badass, and I'm re- I really liked him. He was a pretty cool dude. He plays Joel. Carl on the show. Yeah, when, when Joel and I made the video together with yeah. him. We did a Minecraft video with him. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's got his own. He's got his own. Uh, my, he's got his own YouTube channel. Actually, I forget mm-hmm. the name of it, but uh, yeah, cool dude. Walking Dead awesome. is basically two sets of characters. It's people rising to the occasion, and you know, and taking. On the responsibility of surviving the apocalypse, and then people who die. I mean, it's pretty much <laughs> in two Bottom, categories. That's all you've asked. Definitely true in the game as well. Yeah. It must carry across uh, all of their themes. It's their theme, yeah. I want to prepare people too, because everyone talks about The Walking Dead. It, could, it has definitely the potential now to be one of the most overhyped games ever when people go to play it. And I think right now it's free on Xbox Live. No, uh, no we just, talked about it. We're, we're pre-recording, obviously, but on December 28th, yeah. all of the episodes were 50% off. Oh, and then wasn't the episode one free? On December 25th, it uh, was free. Oh, really? Okay. So uh, they really won't be able to play it, so I think a lot of people are going to pick it up and try to play it's, it. It's also on a lot of different platforms. It's uh, Xbox, PlayStation, PC, Mac, yep. and I think there's tablet adaptations Steam. of it as well. Yeah, I think there's an iPhone adaptation of yeah. it. Yeah. But um, the, uh, the people who go to play it, I think they might be surprised that it's called a game, but it's really kind of an interactive fiction yeah. thing. It sounds more like a movie that you're yeah, watching like that you're just interacting with. Anytime I with. play it, uh, Esther just like is riveted to the TV. Like she's, she just wants to know what's happening uh, the entire time. She's I like mean, literally, there's a part of that game where you shoot about five zombies. And it's like the most amazing thing. You're like, oh my god, I'm actually shooting stuff and pulling the trigger. It's amazing. I, I had to go through that sequence, I think, about five times before I finally did it as well. <laughs> yeah. It was... It was it's, it's, yeah, it's not a traditional game. You get nervous as shit doing yeah, it. That's cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I liked it, though. I liked that a game like that is getting a lot of 
a lot of attention. You know, we're, we're starting to see sort of different, you know, different storytelling aspects going to video games. Like Journey. I mean, Journey was a game where it was like, wow, this is completely different. Mm-hmm. And even games like Flow or, you know, like sort of different takes on what is a video game. I like that we're seeing that. And, dude, I, I cannot wait for Grand Theft Auto V. Like, I mean, like any... any <laughs> I like that people are doing different things, but well, no, let's I'm talk not, about GTA no, V. We're, we're talking about storytelling in games. Okay. I mean, Rockstar... I mean, Rockstar I, to me, does the best storytellings of video games. Like, Red Dead Redemption, I mean, that, the story I, in Red Dead Redemption Red Dead's is good. incredible. I, I guess I'm like you and Walking Dead with those things. Like, yeah. Red Dead was so boring to me. Really? Like, really? I, I played for probably, like, five or six hours, and I just couldn't get into it. Well, Same thing with GTA 4. I think I played, like, five or six hours into that, and I was like, I, I can't keep going. Well, I mean, like you were saying, like, getting invested in characters. Like, John Marsden in, in, in Red Dead Redemption, like, by the end of that game, you're so invested with them that, like, even the simplest thing is like, wow, this is really cool. And it's like the first time ever, I was like, oh, like the end of the game. It's like, you know, you, you, you like actually feel something for the character. Yeah, but I got to say, there's like when characters are too over the top, I just I don't I can't buy in. I don't like it. Like, who's yeah. the guy, the steroid guy in uh, uh, GTA 4? Brucey. Brucey. And then like this character that a lot of people Brucey. really like in Borderlands 2. So intimidating. Yeah, Brucey. You no, know, he's, he's like hey, real. my name's Brucey. He, that's pretty much what he's like. Yeah, you know, no, he's cra- his, crazy like meathead, yeah. dude. He's like, uh, I don't know. He's like, just like a kind of like a bro, but like I don't know. I don't know what his character's supposed to be. And in Borderlands Two, everyone really likes Tiny Tiny Tina a lot. I hate Tiny. Oh, do you really? Yeah, she drives me nuts. She drives me nuts. Yeah, like that whole like, do me a flavor. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, I I, I, I can't stand that character. I intentionally skipped everything I could of her. I think I did her one main story mission, and then I was like, nope, never going back to her again. Like. That drives me crazy. That whole like style of talking and like you know I'm so hip. I'm hot. It's like shut up, shut up. I, I hate you. Slap. Jack. So, wow. No, no. It's it's like <laughs> trying to tell us something. It, no, it's just like, like driving a, a stake in my side. It just drives me nuts. I think Borderlands Two does an excellent job of if you haven't played for a while and you pick the game back up, it kind of refreshes you a little bit. Yeah. Like when you first get on, it like plays you the audio for the quest that you're on, telling you what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I like that because a lot of games, it's like I might take a two week, three week break and then go back to it. Skyrim's a really good example, and I'm like. What the fuck is this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's one thing to learn the controls, but I'm like, what is a storm cloak? Well, and then that- I'm on a wiki like, <laughs> what is that? Okay. Yeah. Well, that happens to us. Like, I mean, like, we play so many different games at Achievement Hunter that if I, did try to, if I tried to jump back into something like Hitman right now, I'd have no idea what the hell I was doing. Yeah. I'd forget all. I'd be like, well, I might as well start a brand new game. I picked relearn. up Saints Row the Third again the other day. Oh, like, yeah. I hadn't played it in probably a year since I beat it, you know. And uh, I, I tried to jump into my character where I was and just tried to remember the controls. It took me probably about half an hour yeah. to really? Like, really get back into it. And be like, okay. What is the perfect length of a campaign, do you think? Like, if you sat down and played through it... Hour-wise? Yeah, hour-wise. I would say 20 hours. I'd go shorter than that. I yeah. would go I'd shorter go than like that, too. like 8 or 9, maybe. Yeah, I'd go, I go, like, probably a solid 10. Okay. And that's enough. Like, if you want a marathon in a day, you could. Well, I guess it depends on what kind of game. If you're talking about something like Dead Space, where it's, like, just a single-player game, pretty much, it's like... Yeah, we're talking I'll, about campaign. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I see his point. You wouldn't want to buy a, a game that's just an eight-hour campaign. Yeah. And then you're done this. I mean, like, yeah. like, call, like Call of Duty, I would expect to have, like, eight to ten-hour campaign. But something like Dead Space, I would expect to have, like, 20, 25 hours. Yeah. You know, like, because Dead Space, you know, the multiplayer doesn't. How and, that, and that's just core gameplay. I mean, there could be yeah. also, like, bonus missions you don't have to do. Yeah, like yeah, if yeah. You, Red Dead's a good example. Yeah. Red Dead, you could have an eight-hour campaign and then just a boatload of side quests. Mm-hmm. Like, I did everything in Red Dead. I hunted every damn animal. <laughs> took me forever to find beavers. Yeah. It's a metaphor in there. What, 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 what would you sure. say? That's, that's what I've been kind of going through with Far Cry 3 lately. Nice. Yeah. I think I just wrapped up everything I'm going to do in Far Cry 3. I don't know if I'm going to. No. I think I'm done with it entirely. Well, okay, aside from Master Chief, who would you say would be your favorite video game character of all time? I, I mean, Cortana. I actually Cortana better than Master Chief, right. but I see your point here. Okay. So let me think I mean, about we're, it. we're very biased towards anything Halo um, related, so. 
I like the Nathan Drake from Uncharted. Really? Yeah, Nathan he's a great character. That's cool. Yeah, he's got a good relationship with that partner of his, Sully, right? Is that the same? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I like um, uh, Commander Shepard. Uh, Shepard, uh, yeah, Shepard's a great character, too. Especially because you drive a lot of those choices. You you mold that character how you want it to be. Hard not to like him. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I, I still got, I gotta say Ezio from uh, Assassin's Creed 2 Re- Brotherhood and Revelation. Gladys. I, I love that Gladys. game. Gladys. Gladys is pretty no, awesome. No doubt. Really? Favorite character of all time. Okay. Gladys in Portal 2 is awesome. Yeah, Gladys in the potato in Portal <laughs> yeah. 2 was, was, was really that awesome. <laughs> that sarcastic, kind of, you know, angry Gladys is, is pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, she popped up in Pacific Rim. Did we talk about that at all? I forget. I don't think we, we talked about it. I don't think we talked about it. I kind of liked, she was in the Pacific Rim trailer. Yeah. And, uh, but I, I should digress here for just one second. I follow Jen Taylor, the voice actress for Cortana, on Twitter, and she's in a play with the voice actress of GLaDOS. Oh, wow. They're in a play together in Seattle. Oh, my God. That's cool. Video game nerds everywhere. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, but the Pacific Rim trailer, like, this voice pops up at one point where it's like a, you know, or this robot voice talking... And, uh, and I was like, that sounds a lot like Gladys. And then it turns out actually it was the woman who did the voice of Gladys. And it has the same sort of synthesized sound to it. Mm-hmm. And I guess uh, Guillermo del Toro, like, he, he, he liked her voice from uh, Portal. And he was like, all right, I want to hire you. And so I was secretly hoping. I was like, Portal movie, Portal movie, Portal movie. <laughs> I finally met Jen Taylor for the first time at the uh, Child's Play Charity Dinner yep. uh, back in December. Yeah. She's was, really cool. Yeah, it was really, really awesome. And she, even more beautiful in person than she is in the video. She game. got a, they, they were auctioning off a... Um, her to do a voicemail for someone, and along with a tour of 343, and she got up on stage and did the Cortana voice as That's part awesome. of uh, the pitch to help sell the how far, sell the lot. How far off is her normal voice from Cortana? It's, it's very close. It's pretty similar. She's more like Halsey. Oh, yeah? A little bit, yeah. Okay. I mean, when she talks, which is a subtle difference, but... A little higher yeah, pitch than Cortana. Mm-hmm. That's like uh, like Mike Judge. Like Mike Judge, his his butthead voice is very close to his real voice. Yeah, I mean it's Cortana kind of has a franticness to her that Jen Taylor just doesn't have. Yeah. She's yeah. very calm, relaxed person. Well, Cortana's normally in a stressful situation. She normally is. Yeah, she's or like about to be deleted, or she's captured, <laughs> or she's being fired at, or Especially something like that. Now. Ellen McLean is the name of the actress who is uh, the voice of Gladys. Did you look that up on IMDb? I looked it up on Google. <laughs> I would not want to encroach on Jack's IMDb territory. Uh, Jen Taylor. Happy New Year, everybody. I'll find out. Play. Happy fucking New Year. What's your New Year's resolution? I don't know, man. This, this 2012 was a really, really good year for me. And so, like, I'm, I'm trying to, like, maybe if I can just maintain. That's my New Year's resolution. Maintain. <laughs> maintain. <laughs> maintain. 2013. Maintenance. Jack, Jack summed up. We were talking about the other day. Jack summed up his 2012 for me. He goes, Quarter one, quarter two were great. Quarter three, let's not talk about it. Quarter four was awesome. Yeah, yeah. like three, a good three-fourths of, of 20, 2012 was awesome. But what, there was one quarter where it was kind of some stuff happened. I was like, all right, I, don't, I don't want to forget about that. But for the most part, it was really, really good. We had an awesome year. Like, Achievement Hunter kicked ass this year. Yeah, it did. I mean, and it was just like, I mean. You guys just released that really awesome uh, things to do in Minecraft, Mario Craft? Oh, yeah, yeah, the Mario one. That's that probably did. one of the coolest things you guys have ever done. Yeah, Jeff and Gavin recreated Mario 1-1 in, uh, in Minecraft. And then we then it was uh, Michael Ray and myself as uh, the Goombas moving around and, like, doing, all, doing behind-the-scenes stuff. It was really, really cool. And uh, we released that, I guess, last week. And, uh, yeah, it turned out awesome. You should go watch it if you haven't yet. Yeah, that's a really, really cool idea. Yeah. I was, I was coolest thing ever. <laughs> it's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> I was asking them how they did it, like how they did the jumping and all that. Um, 
to make it look like I'm breaking the bricks, and it turned out it was one guy doing a really cool performance. I don't want to ruin it for people who haven't seen it. Yeah. But you should almost do like a behind the scenes for that of how. Well, it's, it's part of the it's part of the episode. Like if you yeah. if you watch the actual thing, we run through how we did like you know the actual sort of side scroller Mario style, and uh-huh. then Gavin shows sort of behind the scenes how ah, we okay. together afterwards. I've only seen the actual run through itself and the recreation yeah. of the level, which no, was it awesome. turned, it, yeah, it turned out really awesome. It was it was a lot of fun to do. So um, yeah, if you're if you're watching the stream right now, you can actually see a little bit of it, but. Like, actually being able to pull this off, it, it was really, really badass. So it's one of those things, like, Gavin and Jeff do this stuff where it's like they have these ideas, and then, you know, two days later, it's like, boom, here we go, here's Mario. It's, it's like, come existing. on, are you kidding me? And so, it's, I mean, the fact that we get to work with creative people like this, it just, like, blows yeah. me away, and I couldn't be more happy. I'm surprised no one has ever thought about doing this before. I like that they made even a pipe level. That's <laughs> yeah, you have to go underground, right? You get the coins. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, it's, my, Minecraft, I mean, I've been playing, I, I jumped back into Minecraft with, uh, with Joel, actually, and I'm playing that at home just for fun, and they've, they've added so much stuff to the, uh, the Xbox version now, they're like 1.9, so there's enchanting, and, uh, you know, there's all these, all these new villains and things, like, if you go to the Nether, there's new enemies and things like that, and, uh, I've been, uh, I've actually been playing with Joel and Finch Lynch, and we've been going around and, and just, you know, going nuts, I, I've found a whole bunch of, uh, underground tunnels that, I've been driving me crazy. And actually, I died last night. I was a level 27. I, I loaded up with stuff. I had, like, diamonds and all this stuff. And I managed to drown myself under ice. Which, did you guys ever recover ever. your old level? I don't know if we did. Like, since, since that time, uh, we've actually built up two different worlds. So it was kind of like we kind of just gave up on it. And then they've added stuff in where you actually had to re, like, you know, recreate worlds in order to get the new stuff. Like, they added in mushroom biomes. And they've added in underground fortresses and abandoned levels and things like that. So... That stuff doesn't exist unless you make a new a, a new world. You have world. to generate a new world yeah, for it to yeah. be there. Yeah. So he's like, might as well start a new one. So we don't have to watch the whole episode, Brandon. I mean, <laughs> I'm actually joining. I'm sitting here watching it too. You know, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that yeah. video is available if people want to watch it. You can tease it, <laughs> and then yeah. we can keep talking. So if you're watching or the stream, whatever, if you're, if you're watching the stream, you can see you can see the video. But if you if you actually watch the YouTube video, you can hear. Uh, yeah. So whatever you don't go there. watch the video that we just showed you in its entirety. Because you just see it now. Yeah, we, you, know, we, you should check it out. We, we'd have eaten the views, Brandon. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to hear the commentary. It's, yeah. That's half the fun. Yeah, it was, it was one of those ones where I was like, wow, this is really, really incredible. Like, So we killed the champagne, so give me uh, some of that beer. Oh, yeah, sorry. I've already, we did. I was, what, what do you like? We have Firemen, we have Shiner, Blue. Oh, See, it's a good thing that we're doing this before the actual day of New Year's because we will probably all be hungover as hell on the first. I'll be in Las Vegas. So. We're off on the first, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Is that's why the first is the national holiday, but the thirty-first is not. Hey, uh, can we get Lindsay out on the uh, the mic, the response mic, because we want to talk to her about something? We'll oh, see. Yeah. We're we're real shorthanded because uh, the holidays. I don't know if she can actually get away. We're we're operating with like half of the crew. She we can don't get really away for this. She can get, we can get away for podcast. this, Lindsay. Just like well, let's get Joe the push cat. all the levels to the top, and there you go. Let's put good. Joe the cat on the uh, on the thing. We got it. We'll I want to talk to you. Lindsay about a development that she had in her life since we're on the topic oh, of achievement. Uh, achievement hunter. I see, I see, nope. uh, there was uh, a tweet that took place the other day that surprised everybody. Uh oh. Because yeah. Michael on Twitter announced he said, um, up, 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 we almost had it. You, you got a black oh, background. Oh, I'm a hey, yeah. you're in New York City. Am I there yet? Am I there yet? Okay, cool. <laughs> is, that what, is that what it looks like now? That's Times Square. That's Times Square. Square. It looks like freaking Japan. Yeah, yeah. Looks, I was there last like, week. Uh, this is exactly like what it looks like. Yeah, she was right yeah, there. Yeah, she was just there. Duh. So, so uh, see, I mean, Sherlock Holmes is still playing. Lindsay, according to Michael's Twitter account, you guys went and saw Spider Man. Yes, on Broadway. Spider Man the Musical was awesome. There was a. High flying antics. Uh, the Green Goblin got punched on his back several times while Spider Man was on top of him, soaring over the audience. So it was badass all around, and uh, we nerded <laughs> out. 
You also <laughs> ate pierogies. Yes. And what was Which, that like? I didn't know what they were until last time I went up and visited New Jersey, but uh, they're like stuffed pastries and they're Polish. So they're delicious. You put cheese, potatoes, whatever in them. Either way, they're amazing and they're full of grease, so easy going down. I like them a lot. Nice. Uh, God's about to give me some light here. <laughs> and God. then lastly, after going to see Spider-Man, eating pierogies, you also got engaged. Yes. Yay! Yay! To Michael. Yes. <laughs> Clarification. Well, okay. yeah. yeah. People yeah, were asking on the tweet, too, because Michael tweeted about it, like, did all this, went to New York, saw Spider-Man, ate pierogies, and got engaged. People were like, to who? I'm like, I don't know. Some lady we found on the street. I tried to say no. So but- the best thing was, to me, that uh, Spider-Man, the, like, the, the Twitter account for the Spider-Man musical tweeted to Michael, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that happened until Jack brought it up a little while ago. So. Oh, no, I was no, like, no, oh, I'm sorry, guys. Oh, I'm in trouble. Well, that thing got <laughs> you retweeted. I think Michael said a thousand times or favored it a thousand times and retweeted a couple hundred. So it's, obviously they're going to see that everyone's talking about the Spider-Man thing over and over. Right. And, over. and it's like attached to their, to their engagement. Oh yeah, I didn't even, I didn't even think of that. But yeah, because yeah. it got retweeted so many times. It's yeah. like, how could they miss it? Probably their feed was filled with it. Yeah. But I was, I was, I thought the funniest thing about it was that Michael put this announcement that they had gotten engaged and then I went to go congratulate both of them. I go over to Lindsay's Twitter account. Michael says, hey, we just got engaged. Lindsay says, I just ate a McRib. Come on, it's the McRib. It's back. Was your, was your tweet, I just ate a McRib for the first time and I think I heard the voice of God? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I think that's what it was. It was so good. I never had one before in my life. Uh, and Jack Osborne would be very upset, so, uh, but it was pretty good. McRibs are awesome. Lindsay, <laughs> hold on to those priorities. Let's see the ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there it is. Oh. Hey. Oh, your thumb. <laughs> yeah, right? That's my class ring. This is my engagement ring. <laughs> Can you share anything with us about the engagement? Uh, aside uh, from me crying for like 30 <laughs> minutes about it because I was, had no idea it was going to happen. Move well, your head Mike, just to the side. Duck for a second, Lindsay. <laughs> yeah, duck. Yeah. Du- there you go. There, there you go. go. <laughs> All, right. All right. You can come back up. All right. Aw. Now she's back to green. Now we're back in New York. We're back in New York. Well, see, obviously, since Lindsay's out here, the green screen is suffering yeah. from technology. We're in, I think Kara's probably running it now. <laughs> <laughs> we're in Delaware. <laughs> All right. Um, so, 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 how did it happen? Well, well, tell us the story, please. Oh uh, well, we stayed at the Sofitel in New York, which is a little fancy, but uh, it was our Christmas gift to each other, so we thought we'd go and enjoy. I love New York. Michael, being from Jersey, uh, absolutely hates it, so he had a good old time. But uh, we were just going to go and relax, enjoy ourselves, and then at dinner he handed the phone to the waiter. I was like, "Oh, we're getting a picture." No, we're not. I'm being proposed to. All right. Cool. I was I was wondering so, who took the picture, and you did that typical girl thing where when you got proposed to, your hands went to your mouth. <laughs> it was like. Oh. <laughs> I know everyone was like, "Oh, you should." He probably threw it at you and was like, "Oh, put on this fucking ring." Blah, 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 blah. But I was like, "No, it was very uh, stereotypical." Oh, will you marry me? And I went, "Ah!" Oh. Didn't so. Michael say that he was more nervous posting about on Twitter than he was actually proposing or asking your parents? Or yes, like he was. He was totally fine asking my parents, which I'm surprised they were like all four. Yeah, well, they Barbara, love Michael. So in his defense, he's probably worried about you going. He's got one engagement and only forty thousand followers. <laughs> <laughs> You, know. you have to reach 50,000 followers before you can get engaged. He's getting a Jeez. big head over there. <laughs> but, yeah, he said the most uh, nervous he was was actually tweeting about it. And he was right. Our tweet deck broke, and people went, 
uh, insane and have been tweeting us. And I, I love it. It's great. Thank you guys, everyone, for all the congratulations Yay. and sweet Aww. words. Yay. So thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. Hope I love that, man. You'll have a good 2013 then. Aww. Thank you. So can we, uh, now can we start calling you Mrs. Jones? Is that appropriate? Please. Are you good? After years of being uh, tuggy, I'm all for Jones. <laughs> well, you just changed your Twitter handle. You have to change it again now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Lindsay, parentheses, tuggy, Jones. <laughs> tuggy dash Jones. Tug Jones. Tug Jones. The artist formerly known as Lindsay Tuggy. There you go. Right. Well, thank you, Lindsay. Oh, thank you. Thank you Congratulations. Bye. Thank you. Juggy. <laughs> Juggy. <laughs> no, she's going. Juggy? No. None of that. I'm not that well endowed, okay? None of that. Jones and Tuggy. That. That's not happening. <laughs> no, not at all. Well, that's cool. All right. Well, congratulations. Definitely congratulations to Michael. Verdict is still out for poor Lindsay. We'll see. <laughs> I feel for Lindsay having a last name that is not considered the best or most elegant in the world and getting engaged to someone with a last name like Jones. So that's awesome because Dunkelman. I, I, I've known you for years and I still constantly swap the E and the L in yeah. Dunkelman. Yep. I make you Dunkelman. No, or... I, I did it one time and you yelled me for it. Now I I've, I've, will never get it wrong. You know, there actually is a, a famous Dunkelman. Do you know who that is? There is. No. So, on the first season of American Idol... How many Idol, followers on Twitter does he have? I don't know. We can look it up. <laughs> on the first season of American Idol, there were two hosts. There was Ryan Seacrest and Brian Dunkelman? Brian Dunkelman. Brian Dunkelman. And I don't think many people remember Brian Dunkelman. And after the first season of uh, American Idol, they let him go. And I remember all these interviews he did. He goes, yeah, I'm moving on to bigger and better things. <laughs> and the, some of the interviews were like, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're, this is the stupidest, dumbest thing we've yeah. ever seen. And now Ryan Seacrest is Dick Clark, basically. Pretty yeah, much. he's basically Dick Clark at this yeah. point. I can yeah. tell you a lot of people don't remember Brian Dunkelman. My parents sure as hell do. I bet they loved he's it. Right? Pride are you, and joy. Are you related to him at all? I'm sure we are, only because if you ever see a picture of my cousin on my dad's side, identical to Brian Dunkelman. Really? Yeah. Like, is his name Brian Dunkelman? No. Oh. Is he the Dunkelman? His name is Michael. <laughs> <laughs> but we have our name E.L., so I'm sure it is. Oh, God. <laughs> scared the hell out of me. It never gets old. Jesus. I'm sure just, like, somewhere in the whole, like, immigration process, it got swapped around. Like, oh, you think that's what it was? When our family moved from Europe. All right, it looks like a Brian Dunkelman. <laughs> I've got a gun here. Oh, my God. <laughs> No, please don't no, do please that. Magnum pop. Don't do that in my face. <laughs> Caution, flammable. Gun, gun, gun handling, gun safety. You should know that. You know what's really interesting? Don't do it. Um, uh, no, cut, yeah, cut, 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 cut away from Gus as he's holding a gun. I'm trying to aim it there. Uh, wow. How do you shoot this thing? <laughs> pull the trigger. Look down the thing. Uh, Why don't you pull like a person? I did pull the trigger. That doesn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Great job, Oh, that's buddy. how you do it. No. Oh, there's a thing. Okay. Wow, this is You're awkward. You're killing me. Stop. You're going to hurt yourself. Hurt <laughs> your face. I'm tense. Wow. Oh, safety. there you go. Is that really one of those little really? bottles? Just stuck came out of there? The gun yeah, it's just a bottle stuck in a gun thing. I'm... That's lame. <laughs> it's awful. Magnum poppers are disappointing me. We've got to get through all these. All right, Joe, come over here and eat all this stuff. So what, I'm looking at Brian Dunkelman here on Google, and something I always find interesting is when you type in somebody's name, first of all, how quickly Google auto-completes to their name. Uh, once you start typing it in. But then also, what are the other things that attaches to the end of the name of searches you might want to yeah. look up? Like for this guy, it's Brian Dunkelman, <laughs> IMDB, Brian Dunkelman <laughs> Twitter, and Brian Dunkelman Net Worth. What's Gus, it? what do you think yours are? Gus Sarola wife? Gus Sarola drunk? <laughs> you wish. <laughs> oh, what is it? Is it naked? Uh, uh, it's close. It's Gus Sarola Twitter, Gus Sarola Luigi costume. <laughs> 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 
And uh, Gus Roll Luigi again. I don't want to know. People are, really, people are really interested is in Is it Jack Stefatillo IMDb? I don't, I don't know what mine is. Jack Patillo Fleshlight? Jack Patillo IMDb. Jack Patillo Twitter and Jack Patillo GIF? I don't know. Oh, God. GIF. That's terrible. Sounds about right. How many GIFs are there of me? Of what? Of I mean, I'm going to be a little drunk right now. I had a little bit of that champagne. Do we want to look up Barbara's? Sure. I blah, probably blah. already know what they are. If you look, if you look up Barbara D, you get Barbara Dunkelman. Wow. That's right. Move on. <laughs> oh, no, you know what? Barbara, <laughs> Barbara Dunkelman hot. Uh, Barbara uh. Dunkelman doppelbanger. And doppel, uh, Barbara Dunkelman. A new doppelbanger is going to be in there. I should have said it. Doppelbanger? Yeah. You know what that is? Uh, I, I, yeah. I haven't. I, can gather by the No, do you know what it is? No, it's you an actual it's, it's someone who looks like, it's like a porn star who looks like you, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. I, wow, I, you figured that out. The name <laughs> we talked about it on the podcast. Do, yeah, he wasn't on that podcast. Yeah, but he didn't know, he doesn't know what we're talking he about. He doesn't listen yeah. to it. No, I, I, have a, I have a friend who has a very close doppelbanger, and it's it's kind of frightening. Oh, yeah. I, we, we, I don't know if I've told the story. I probably shouldn't tell, tell the story. Tell it. No, no, come on. No, okay. What else is up there? No, no, I got to hear. Barbara wants to know what else is No, no, no. Go ahead, Barbara. What? Who's your friend with the doppelbanger? So I, have, I have a friend. Like she's she's one of my best friends. I've known her for almost a decade now. And uh, and at one point, I was you know on the darker side of the internet, and uh, I found like this gallery of images, and I was like, oh my god, that's my friend. And then I was like, I had to look, and it took me like a good like probably two minutes to be like, okay, that's not her. Like before I realized, but it was like same <laughs> shirt she minutes. has, like same like it looked exactly like her. Question: Did you already? Finish by the time you realized it wasn't her. Jesus Christ. No. That <laughs> <laughs> was later. Uh, but anyway, so like, so I brought it up to her. I was like, oh, like you should look at this girl. She looks just like you. She goes, oh, my God. And so, uh, you know. Wouldn't that so freak we, her out? Huh? Like, you. She thought it was funny. She, okay. she was like, wow, that's kind of funny. So, but the funny story is, so I sent her this gallery or whatever. And, she, you know, she, she was looking at it and thought it was funny. And she bookmarked it. And she put it on her, like, her, her, her bookmarks or whatever. She went home for the holidays shortly thereafter and brought her laptop with her. And apparently her dad got on her laptop and it was like, what is this? Looked at it and then, like, freaked the fuck out. And so he didn't say anything. Like, he didn't know, like, she was around. So he didn't say anything. Like, two weeks later, he got, or she got this call, like, this awkward, like, call from her dad. Like, should we talk about something? I found something on your laptop. And basically he had found those images. Oh, and, and he thought he, it was her? He thought it was her. I'm sure he looked at it wow. and then immediately, I would yeah. imagine, immediately closed it. Once and he it like, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> shocking, the... But uh, and so uh, anyway, so now also you. yeah, so she <laughs> she has a very like a very close interesting clone, a doppelbanger, if you will. So it's kind of funny. I know I, this. I, that's, that's as that's as uh, that's as specific as I'm getting. I'm not I'm not gonna tell who it is. Go have another beer. We'll talk about it later. I'm actually a little afraid to bring this up because I know people will go to his account now. Brian Dunkelman has 891 followers on Twitter. Wow! I should look at Brian. Is he verified? What he has. Yeah, his, his, no, he's not verified. His bio is television history footnote. That's what he put about himself. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so he has 891 followers. That's crazy. Well, he's going to have a whole lot more after this. Well, according, he, according to Barbara, he shouldn't be tweeting. He only has 1,200 tweets, Barbara. No, that's plenty is of that followers. Is that acceptable? So he, so he has more tweets than he has followers. It, it doesn't mean you can't have Twitter if you don't tweet. Jack, most people have more f- tweets than followers. I'm talking about the people who have between 10 and 50 followers and have... So like ninety percent of Twitter, and, but have like a hundred thousand tweets. Who are you tweeting at? That's no one, my question. No one has that many. But tweets. look, you know, it's oh, a different, yeah. it's a different sure metrics because like how many Facebook friends do people have, but how many photos do they have? There's a lot, you might have more photos than you have friends. Well, probably on Facebook. 
That's cool. <laughs> She's like, she Barbara, Barbara was complaining the other day that her iPhone was out of space because she takes too much pictures. No, Jesus. I take too many videos. I was like, quit taking oh, pictures different. of yourself, Barbara. <laughs> Making goofy faces. Whatever. <laughs> it's what the people want. Look at the fucking top search. By the way, if you look up Google, yeah, right. If you look up Google, if you look up uh, Lindsay Tuggy, you get Lindsay Tuggy, Tuggy and Michael Jones. No, That's so sweet. For a while, when you search for me, you would also get Gavin Free. Did you really? Oh, yeah. gotta look up Gavin. Gavin Free. Gavin Bree. Gavin Free's are Gavin Free Rooster Teeth, Gavin Free Twitter, and Ga- Gavin Free Sherlock Holmes. That is interesting. <laughs> what a weird set of choices. Second, this is the second nope. time Sherlock Holmes has come up this podcast. No slow-mo guys in there. What's so, that? No slow-mo guys in there, so you don't know, forget who butters your bread, Gavin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gavin, you know what's good for you. Don't forget yeah. who butters your bread. I don't know. I, I, I'm a little drunk, too. <laughs> hey, it yeah, seemed yeah. like it made sense at the time when it was coming out of my mouth. It, it makes absolutely no bread. sense. The uh, Let me see here. This, this is riveting. Okay, yeah, we, you guys go ahead. Sorry. We, we oh, had, shit. I don't like mine. Over here. I don't know if he's still here or not. Email. People trying to look at my email is bad. No, we what? have another guest. Yeah, we had on. another guest. He was sitting over there, but he's gone now. I keep wanting to cut to him, but I don't see him. So. Do you leave? Uh, well, we just aired the finale. Oh, hey, 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 come out. The door. All right. Come out here. Is he going to be on the couch or is he going to be on the couch? He's going to be on the mic. we got to move the Rooster Teeth couch over to the hot seat. What should we call that? We should make it where you have to lay down on the couch in order to be on the hot seat. What should we call that? Uh, hot seat? Hot seat. Hot seat. Hey, hey, look who it is. Spoiler alert. It's uh, Tim, who, uh, who... If you haven't watched The Gauntlet, he's a contestant on The Gauntlet. You watch The Gauntlet right now. Okay, now that you're back after watching The Gauntlet, hey, Tim. You Tim won. won. He's the, the winner of The Gauntlet. Congratulations. Congratulations. $10,000 richer. Dude, can I borrow five grand? No. I've got a proposition for how, you. So how many... Are you sick of hearing that yet? Does every person go up to you and be like, hey, can I borrow money now? Uh, I mean... Some people on Twitter, I mean, my dad, he's always like, all that money you owe me back for raising you, so. Hey, there you go. But, uh, nah, it's all good. Well, that's cool. All right, so tell us about Gauntlet. What was your experience like on the Gauntlet, sir? Um, crazy. Well, one, just the fact that I got to meet uh, everybody from Rooster Teeth, like, that was just in itself a great experience, the fact that I got to, because I never come to the, I never came to the studio, and I've only met you guys at, like, RTX, so, like, coming back and kind of really get to meet everybody, like, Hanging out with Gus and Bernie and everybody at the stage was an awesome experience in itself. Like, to me, that's, I mean, just because I guess I'm a fanboy, and that was a great experience already. Well, I mean, as the winner of the gauntlet, you get to hang out at Gus's house, right? I, mean, I hope so. We're all cool friends now, right? We're yeah, all, you're right, like right? BFS. We're all cool. BFS? BFS? Did BFS? I say that? Yeah. Uh, Have uh, another. Buddy, I'll just keep drinking. <laughs> uh, what, out of all the games you played, you know, during the course of the gauntlet, what was probably your favorite? Which was the one you felt was, like, your most solid, like, I got this moment? Um, even though we lost at Halo, that was my most solid, just because I was wrecking shop with a sniper uh, defending the base. You were a nightmare. I don't know if that came across in the video. It, I, it really didn't. But you were doing such an effective job of guarding uh, your base that for uh, that, game, that game went on for a long time. Red Team had a real hard time yeah, even approaching your base. Yeah, I was, like... I basically grabbed a sniper, and I was like, all right, I'm defending. Because, like, in Capture Flag, I just like to – I really don't play, like, objectives that much. I just like to get kills. So, like, with that, I was like, I'm going to just defend, and they're going to come. And so I got up on the side, like, that dark area. And just basically every time the red team came by, I just sniped them with a the sniper, got more ammo, whipped out the pistol when I needed to. And, yeah, it didn't show as much, but uh, 
I mean, I didn't die the whole match, and I got 25 kills, so. <laughs> yeah, I kept trying to perfection. Set, yeah. I, kept, I kept trying to set people up to snipe you, but you would see them before they got in position and kill them. Yeah, Kyle was, like, sniping from his base, and I saw him, and I just picked him off. And then I think someone ran and got the sniper again, and I just sniped him again. And so I just kept, I just kept doing it. And, uh, I mean, unfortunately, we lost, but that was, like, the, fun, the funnest I had. And, uh, I mean, all the games were great. I loved them all. And I'd played, like, at least... Some like I at least played a little bit of all those games before, so each and every game was great. Now I forget, did you have to compete in the uh, the DDR competition, or was? Yes, I did. That, <laughs> I, I was fun too, just because I hadn't played DDR in a long time. But you had played it before. Yes, I played yeah. that a lot, like so, going to arcades and everything. Geez, so you're like a well-rounded gamer, then, huh? Uh, yeah. I mean, I <clears throat> I, I played RTS. RTSs before. Um, well, you I, wanted. You said yeah, you wanted to play Starcraft. Right? Starcraft yeah, too. I I mean, <clears throat> I don't play Starcraft that that well. But I haven't. I know some of the game mechanics. I watch a lot of, like, the, the... I actually came to Austin. They did a tournament, and they had, like, Korean players come, and that was awesome. Like, it was on at uh, Red Bull, put it on over the summer, and that was yeah. an awesome experience watching, like, these hardcore, like, pro professional StarCraft two players. That's, it, dude, that's... Yeah, those, those StarCraft guys, like, watching their hands over the keyboard, it's like they're, they're you know, they're playing a different game than I ever played Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that, like, the only probably game I'm not good at is fighting. I just button smash. So oh, really? If we, did a, if we did Street Fighter, I'd probably just be smashing buttons. That's all I would have well, done. Well, how'd you get your start in gaming? I mean, were you, like, an arcade guy, or were you more of, like, a PC um, guy, or...? Well, from what my parents told me is that, like, I just asked for, like, the NES, for, like, a commercial. I was like, I want that. And then they got it for me, and then, like, the rest is history. Wow. Like, I just had the NES, and, like, I got, like, and then I got, like, N64, I got a PlayStation 2, Xbox, and then Xbox 360, have a PC, and so, yeah. So the, so the NES was your first console, though? Yeah, it, it was. I don't remember what I, the only game I remember playing on it was, like, a game called Top Gun. Oh, yeah, that was, oh, a, yeah. That was a good Dude, game. I remember landing yeah. on the carrier, man. That was a bad That was, like, the funnest game. I, that was probably the only game I really remember playing, and, like, it's crazy. Like, I don't remember. I just remember I had the NES, and. The rest is history, really. Like I was like, I think it was like an eight. Man, that's that's awesome. Was what? it was it hard for you to keep it in that you won? Uh, definitely, for like yeah. Because I mean, we we wrapped up so like <laughs> so early, like back in Oct- October, the end of October, and like I was just telling people, yeah, I'm on the show, and like you know, like I didn't say anything, and like you know, tell your friends and your family, everybody like that. It's really hard to like uh, keep it in for such a long time and yeah. just constantly watching it throughout the weeks and just like. I was so pumped every every Thursday at 9 p.m. I never got ex- so, so excited. All right, so so you have now won you you won ten thousand dollars from the uh, the Geico Gauntlet, and uh, what what was the what is well, the first thing you're going to buy? Well, the, the crazy before you answer that, I think the oh, craziest Jesus. thing about the fact that you won ten thousand dollars is on stage. You know, after you win, after you won. Bernie came on stage with a briefcase that actually had ten thousand yeah. dollars in it. Like it wasn't a prop. There was I literally yeah. ten thousand really? dollars. I didn't think it was ten thousand dollars. I thought it was just. I, I, I thought it was a fake. Like, but then he told me like, no, that was actual ten thousand dollars. I, that was crazy. No, there are <laughs> rules associated with game shows, and I'll be honest, I don't necessarily know if they apply to internet game shows. But have you ever seen the movie Twenty One? Yes. Yeah. You ever seen that? So there was a big scandal back in the day. I think late fifties when they rigged a famous game show called. 21. You mean Quiz Show was the name of the movie? Yeah, Quiz Show. Sorry, yeah, Quiz yeah, Show yeah. is the name of the movie, right? It's a Robert Redford movie, right? Yeah, no. directed it. Oh. Um, John Turturro, right? And Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes. Yeah, Ray Fiennes the main guy. In it. Anyway, this show, 21, was a famous game show, and they rigged it for several months. Um, and they had like they would tell these narratives in it. Anyway, so they got busted for doing that, and as a result, there's very specific rules associated with game shows. And one of the rules is that if you say you're giving them 
a prize amount, it can't be fake. You actually have to have that amount and say, this is what this is. Or you can't say it like you say, here you go, trophy in a suitcase. But if we said this is $10,000, it had to be $10,000. So we just made sure to follow those rules. We weren't actually sure that we had to, yeah. but we just made you know sure that we did. They're yeah. on the side of caution, basically. Sure, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So you had a briefcase full of cash. Was it all ones, or what was it? I mean, Well, actually, if you have $10,000, obviously the highest denomination is $100. Yeah. Uh, $10,000 is actually about this big. Yeah, it's like 10 stacks of, of you know, the wraps. Right? It's, literally, it's literally like that thick it's, and this big. It's a yeah, $100 yeah. bill. $100, it's 100, $100 bill. Yeah. 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 So I guess it's one wrap. Yeah. It's just one. Yeah, but yeah. it's literally that like, thick. Here you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, to make Not it like for the briefcase, it was a couple hundreds and then like ones and fives filling out the rest of it. So, like, did, did you go pick that up from the bank? or who, who? No, it was our prop guy. Uh, I don't remember his name off the top of my head. I don't uh, either. Wait, yeah, so the Kathleen, prop guy said, I need $10,000. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. And they got $10,000 for us, and they, they arranged everything. And then they came, and they brought it to me, and they said, here you go. This is $10,000. I am giving it to you. It's now yours to hold, yeah. and I will get it back from you after the ceremony. And I said, okay. And after the ceremony, he was right there. He goes, I will take that back from you. And I turned around and gave it to him, and he took it away. And he yeah. said, I have this now. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah. There, there was a thing at E3 a few years ago where they had a million-dollar prize for some competition they were doing at E3. Right. And they had a million dollars and a cube at the, uh, at the L.A. Convention Center. And it was like there were two armed guards on either side of it yeah. at all times. Yoink. But it was kind of cool. It was like, wow, that is a million dollars cash right there. That is, that's a little bit harder to condense. I mean, I think one of the reasons why the U.S. has such low denominations, like I'm, I'm about to go to a casino in Las yeah. Vegas. In a casino, you can get a $5,000 chip, mm-hmm. 5000 bucks in a chip that you can just hold there like that. To get $5,000 in cash, you'd have to have a significant amount even if money. it's hundreds, like yeah. you said, it's like hundreds. Yeah. One of those things. Yeah, <laughs> and so it's like uh, I think the reason they had the denominations so low, they stop at a hundred, uh, is because they want to make it harder to accumulate lots yeah. of cash. Huh. Absolutely, they want to make sure that it's difficult to transport and store. Like mm-hmm. I think if you go to Europe, you can get up to a five hundred euro note. Is there not a thousand euro? No, I'm not sure. I know there's a five hundred. I know, but yeah. there's a thousand. But <laughs> even the euro is worth more than a dollar. So a five hundred yeah. euro note is worth about eight hundred. Not as much as it used to be. Not as much as it used to be. <laughs> No, uh, weren't, they, weren't they talking about getting rid of the dollar or of yeah the dollar bill, right? They, they always, always, they talk, always about, talk, they talk about, about that. Shit. Yeah, five hundred dollars is like six hundred twenty. Five hundred euros is like six hundred twenty-five dollars. Well, there, there's no hard Canadian. times for Europe. There's Thank no you, Canadian Greece. dollar, right? There's the loonie and the toonie. Yeah, we don't right? have a bill. Yeah, you don't. Have we're a bill. also getting rid of pennies. Really, Jack? Most places don't huh. have have a bill. Have a one dollar yeah. note. Uh, so five hundred euros is six hundred and sixty dollars as of right now. Six sixty. Wow. Oh, went 660, back up. According to xe.com. So we actually have the, the we have the physical the gauntlet here that uh, oh. oh yeah yeah so okay hold so it Kara's up handing the da, da, gauntlet da, da, so this is the actual Whoa. physical gauntlet the, the trophy which lights up and everything else that was designed by a local artist her name is Kayla Cromer who also oh, I don't know Kayla Cromer made she, that she yeah. also designed she made, she made the, the couch she made the rooster couch too which we have to put in that hot seat hot seat spot soon yeah well, Bernie's been drinking we're, too we're once hot seat spot that's hard to say hot seat. We're gonna. We're in the next week or two. We're gonna strike everything here. The whole podcast set up, and we're gonna recreate everything. We're gonna rerun everything more permanently and professionally. And we'll probably move the couch over at that time. More professionally, more professionally. professionally. I mean, look, it's a mess. <laughs> you never see no, this. This, on is, this is the but, cleanest I've seen in a long, long yeah, time. But actually, cool. if we could cut back, Brandon, to that too, I want to point out too that Brian Beam, our graphics guy, and our he's graphic design, visual effects, everything. He also designed the gauntlet. 
Uh, along with uh, Taylor worked on it, right, with him? Yeah, she, yeah. Came, she came Taylor, oh, really? one of our yeah. one of yeah. our modelers from RBB Season 10, she came back and worked on it. And they made the gauntlet based on Kayla's physical trophy. Oh, So that yeah. was, cool. that's I, the order that went in. I thought all of the graphics and the intro stuff for the gauntlet were really well done. I was really impressed when, uh, when, I, when I saw yeah. it. The, the music was really good, too. That was Jeff Williams, right? Yeah. The gauntlet as a show was interesting because it started off, and the audience, I don't think, really knew, knew what to make of it. Because they're so used to, if we put out a Rooster Teeth show, it's about the Rooster Teeth people. Yeah. And it's like, we were like, this is not a show about us. We just we, There's some of us that happen to be in it, but mm-hmm. it's it's about the contestants. And there's like, people were like, at first, having trouble, like, the show was having trouble getting its legs because people couldn't get past that. But then it was as soon as we sent home contestant Lewis, when he went home, that's when the shift the old, happened. The older gentleman. Yeah, the older gentleman, yeah. And when he GDR went home, yeah. then you saw, immediately saw the shift in all the comments of like, people stopped talking about us. And it was just like... Oh, I can't believe Lewis went home. I'm so yeah. sad. Yeah. And then it, then it shifted and became about the contestants. What's crazy is that he someone ran into him. Like he he posted like a journal about it, like saying that someone like recognized him from the show and like came up and started talking to him. And he was like, he was so happy about it. And I was oh, like, wow. that's crazy. Like, just someone like you know like just because he was he was on the show and someone came up to him and started talking about it. No, that's that's cool, man. I mean, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like you know when you when you spot someone that you recognize from somewhere outside of normal life i guess yeah. it's, it's always cool you know it's neat like i don't we, i mean we get it more frequently now actually i was like on christmas eve <laughs> it still scared me i saw you doing it it's still fucking scared on, me. on christmas eve i i met a uh like i was at i was at the mall buying something for my nephew and i got recognized by a fan it was like a, probably like an eight or nine year old fan i was like wow that's pretty cool and the idea that people start you know you recognize someone from the internet that's way, way to make it about you jack no no no, right? no. Like, i mean really no. awesome hey at least he has Multiple Twitter followers. <laughs> I know, right? Oh. This is like the douchebag couch over here a little bit. Sorry. But. What, what was, okay, I'm going to go back to games for a second, Tim. What was the hardest game, the one you were least confident about? I know you said you felt good about the Halo one. Uh, rock Band, because I suck at Rock Band. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I I played it, and I, I like it. It's a fun game, but I, I'm so, I'm terrible. Like, I'm so terrible at that, that rhythm game. Like, I, when we played DDR, I was like, okay, I'd what? rather play that. I yeah, you it. and Green Team ended up uh, going to the gauntlet that episode. Yeah, like we when we did it, we were like, "All right, we did we did pretty good," but we we but we knew we weren't like we knew we were we were all struggled, so we knew that like if we went into the gauntlet, we we weren't surprised. Like mm-hmm. we were like, "Okay, we kind of expected it," and we were just like hoping that like whatever game we play in the gauntlet, we'll pull it through. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like what I was thinking like the whole time. Like, all right, if I don't win this game, I'll win in the gauntlet. Like, it's kind of like a backup, I guess. Yeah. Wow, that's confidence right there. I yeah. like it. It's like, yeah, I'll, I'll win the game. No, no big deal. You know, it's, you know, elimination, whatever. I'll come down to it and well, knock it out. Here's another thing that I have to say about the gauntlet in general, and that is that um, the contestants that came and had to play games, the, a lot of times the comments, of course, it's gamers watching gamers play. They're always going to be like, oh, you guys are fucking terrible. This is my Michael. That's, that, that's, that's every Achievement inter- Hunter video, by the way. About how terrible you yeah, are playing games? Yeah, about how bad we are. Uh, Way to make it about you. Well, you guys, are, you guys are terrible. It's the well, most we are, games you yeah. play. I mean, you guys don't play any games well, and you play every game. But unless the thing Ray. about the gauntlet, unless it's Ray, the thing about the gauntlet is you can be good at games, but show up and play any game. Like, anything's available to play. Like, you can take the best Call of Duty player, and you put him in Rock Band, He's going to be terrible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, you know, you put him playing Tetris. He's not going to be You have great. to be really well-rounded. Yeah, to play every single game and, like, just show up, not know what you're going to play, and say, oh, here's a game you played three years ago. We're dropping you straight into a match to yeah. play it. And, and, yeah. and I think it goes to, like, what Tim said, where it's like, even if you have an off game, you still have, like, this chance at redemption, this chance to 
maybe there's another game that you're more familiar with that you can get back into the swing of things with. Yeah, and it's like, uh, I, I, you know, it's hard. I, I can't imagine, like, some of those games, I had to go through and play... Left, I wanted to have Left 4 Dead 2 in there for sure, and so we did that scavenge, which was one of my favorite rounds. That was probably the most intense round we had yeah. the entire time. That was crazy. Yeah, we wanted, we wanted one where people had to communicate. I mean, that was the big deal where they had to talk to each other, and there's no better game for communication, I don't think, than Left 4 Dead. Because yeah, we were, we were always, we were just, like, left, like, the whole game, we were just constantly talking and, like, making sure that, like, we weren't silent and that, like, yeah, communication and... I, I mean, I mean, that's kind of like what, like, I think that's kind of like what led to us losing is that we, like, you know, we were all good, solid gamers. I think that's the thing about when you're playing games is about communication. Because if you can't communicate what you're doing, then you're screwed. Like, you, you lose the game. Like, like in Halo, like, I was defending, but, like, we had some kind of poor communication, and, you know, we ended up losing the, the flag match, so. It's also because I was throwing those griff balls at you guys. That's, that is true. <laughs> it also makes for a lot better show if you can actually hear the contestants yeah. talking to each other. So who, who was the first person you called? Uh, when you were allowed to talk about winning the show? Well, it was actually, we all watched it at my house. Me, my mom, my aunt, and my dad. We all, like, crowded around the laptop screen and watched the whole the whole episode. And so they were right there. <laughs> nice. Wait, so did they, I mean, they had no idea that you were the winner. No, I, I mean, my mom, I think, my, I think they kind of knew. I think that my parents knew that, like, I had won this because I, I kind of, I was talking about it beforehand and, like, my mom said, like, when I gave her that hug, it was mother's intuition, and so, <laughs> so she, I think they kind of knew, but I didn't tell them. Like, I just like just watch. Just dude, all right, well, dude, that I mean that that is freaking awesome. Well, congratulations, congratulations. again on, on winning Damn. the gauntlet. <laughs> 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 and I also have a Twitter account, Barbara. So in, I'm a commoner. So, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Well, you'll have commoner. more followers by the end of this. So all right, dude. All right. Well, well thanks, Tim. Thanks, thanks Tim. Yay! Yay! So I would be perfect for the gauntlet because I'm equally bad at every single game. So I'd be very consistent. Yeah. Well, there's been a, uh, there's been a, like a, a, a host of... For whatever reason, and I like this kind of thing, where people did a bunch of metrics, a bunch of spreadsheets. And one of the spreadsheets that was done was somebody went through and did a full attendance record of the podcast. Oh, yeah. And oh, you yeah. can see like the major gaps. I forgot how many podcasts I wasn't on at the beginning. Where I was gone for months at a time. Yeah, I, would no, get, I would get harassed about coming back on the podcast. The other one they did was a horse one, yeah. Jack. And they, they, this guy compiled a ton of metrics. I don't know if it's the same guy, but like, like multiple no, another, people. No, it was another guy that yeah. did the horse one. And, uh, like, I mean, I noticed mine because I read mine. He said that I never won a single match of horse until I won the tournament. And then yeah. I just had, like, a six-episode run yeah. where I didn't lose. No, it's kind of, the, the podcast thing was interesting. I think I'm the... Fourth or fifth most uh, I think it was fifth. I attended on the podcast, and it's funny because it's like way to make it about you again, Jack. Well, no, I was, <laughs> every time we bring something Jesus up, it's Christ. like this is Jack talking well, about I how it relates to me. I was going to say it's funny because like when Gavin showed up in America, it's like my attendance dropped on the podcast. So it was like, and I, I vanish <laughs> off of it. So now that Gavin is wherever the fuck Gavin is right now, I'm happy to be back on the podcast. He's in England. Stupid England. Well, he'll be back by the time this airs. You know, Vegas maybe. Maybe. Oh, hey, yeah. wait, uh, so what? My birthday's in two days. Talk about me again. Yeah. <laughs> How old are you going to be? 31. 31. Why do you say with a moan? Because <gasps> I'm in my 30s now. Like, when, you're, when you are 30, that's one thing. But once you, you're, you're in your 30s, like, I'm, yeah. I'm becoming 31 now. I'm you don't feel, 30s. like, accomplished? I, no, I, I'm... Honest. How do you feel that we're in the same decade? We're both in our 30s, oh, Jesus Jack, Christ. me and you. Hey, well, let's you, go out and hang well, out. Well, not for long. You, you've, owned, so, you've owned multiple companies. You're, 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 pretty, you're doing well. If I, if I can be on the level of you, Bernie, I'd be very happy. So. Look at look that. Look at that, that fucking nice. brown dozy. I, I like this turn. Now it's about me. I kind of like go. this. Look, yeah, this is good. Yeah. 
Oh, no, my no, birthday next month, too, Jack. <laughs> and hey. I have five No, I mean, honestly, like, I'm very happy. I, I, 30 was a good year for me. Well, three quarters, three quarters, three quarters of 30 oh, was a good year for me. Here we go me. again. So, anyway. Good year or bad year for you, 2012? 2012? Um, I think it was a really good year. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Very stressful with uh, RTX going on. Uh, RTX was definitely, I would say, probably the centerpiece of your year. It was probably the most stress I've ever had in my life. And I'm looking forward to doing it again even bigger. Did you have but a, I got Barbara helping this time. Did you have a centerpiece personally for this year besides your... A centerpiece? What do you mean? What? Like, like RTX was a centerpiece <laughs> for you professionally. Like, was there like oh, a big oh. thing personally? Personal? Besides, did you get your shitty little dog this year? How long have you had that shitty little dog? dog. He's, he's, like, he's almost while. four years old now. Um, Is he okay, by the way? Yeah, I had to take him to the vet this yeah. past weekend. Man, I was like torn up. Ugh. He was like, he like, Aww. he sprained his knee and like oh, poor dog. Wouldn't, wouldn't step on There's it. Like when he would lay down, him, like, like he wouldn't even lay lay on. He wouldn't even put it down. He would like stick it up in the air. I thought I was gonna cry, man. Oh. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I was like so upset that he was hurt. I love that fucking dog. Mm-hmm. That dog is. It's like it's such a weird like when when I look at you and I but, see that dog, I do not at no, all. No, you're the looking way, guy. So you said a no guy. Yeah, like, exactly. Guys doesn't put up with anything high maintenance. Bernie sent me a text message. Indicating concern for the dog. He's I like, did. Hey, I hope your dog's okay. It's like, oh yeah, you know, he just sprained his knee. And then Bernie replied with like an emoji icon of like a little frowny face with a tear. <laughs> and he's like, look at me talking about shitty little dogs and using emoji. So I screenshot it. I was like, I'm saving this for future blackmail. Yeah. You should. Yeah. There you go. Well, now you yeah. just read him out on the podcast. I, I said I, the girl I'm dating got me to install emoji to like do text back and forth, and so I was like. That's a level of commitment I don't think I've ever reached in my life, ever. Do How I many have? hearts have you used? I don't know. Too many. No. Too many. <laughs> too many happy faces and that stuff. I don't know where my phone is, but, yeah, it's a conversation. I said, please oh. don't tell anybody that this I saved, I saved the screenshot. I was, I'm dead serious. I <laughs> oh, have a dude, screenshot that, here. Just got to go the link up, right? Just got to go the link up. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad your dog is okay. I know, I know you love that animal no, but, quite uh, well. Personally, I don't, I don't think there were, like, any peaks or highlights. I like to maintain a very... Very Steady level. life. Maintain. 2013. Yeah, maintain. maintain. Maintenance. Chicken nuggets. No more bullshit. Chicken nuggets. <laughs> no more bullshit. That's I think, actually, I think, oh, I think the go. resolution is McNuggets. No more bullshit. <laughs> please, please. I like it. It says, using emoji and talking about small dogs, dot, dot, dot. Please don't tell anyone this happened. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized in the middle of it that we can't we can't be reaching this level. Gus. <laughs> that's wow. that's awesome. But guys, it is incredible to me what you will put up with. Like now, like before, you would never put up with anything high maintenance. Uh, you have uh, a little dog. I didn't even know the dogs had knees. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I didn't either until the vet. I didn't think they walked. <laughs> I don't well, know. The vet was like, well, "Let me check his knee," and I was like, "I never thought about it. I guess that's a knee up there, like in that <laughs> it's a joint weird yeah. back leg they have." Yeah. <laughs> Like, well, because it's like, it, you think about, like, a leg, you think it bends one way. Like, the dog leg goes this way, then that way, and then back back over, and then... You saw Black Swan, right? When have you, yeah. When have you ever heard, honestly, in conversation about a dog's knee? Like, if I went up and I was like, I grabbed Joe's... About cat, five minutes ago. I grabbed Joe by the knee, exactly. Hey, yeah. Joe, get over here. I'll show them what yeah, knee it is. Joe, Joe the cat. Like, Joe is the that cat. also another knee on the back props. side, then? Yeah. yeah, cats have weird... Feet. Like their their legs go backwards and I, I that's no what idea. I'm talking about with the dog. I just fucking said that like 30 seconds ago, dude. Wait, what are we talking about? So that movie Black Swan. There's a scene in the movie. You know how like every now and then she thinks she's turning into a swan mm-hmm. and like all these things happen. Or so she one, is. Spoiler. Or she is. Spoiler. Um, she becomes Mila Kunis. There's one scene where she's in her bedroom and her legs break backwards. Oh yeah. And I actually was in Austin watching that movie what? with Jack and Joel. I'm fucking talking to you. Sorry, we're watching. Like we asked for Joe the cat or Joe the cat, and Kara's pulling Joe the cat out of the room. At first, Kara looked like she was coming to help us get Joe, and then, yeah, she, and like, then she, she literally took Joe out of the room. All right, so we're talking about Black, oh, no, Black Swan. Bring him over here. 
Barbara, me, and Joel went and saw Black Swan. Yeah, do you remember that? Yeah, we went to Arboretum. So he's mad at me. Joe the cat. <laughs> Go he keep is. going. You can't sorry, stop. I'm stop, so sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Everyone's talking. I'm listening. That's the way the podcast works. You just keep talking. Other stuff happens. <laughs> so at one point when that's happening, her legs are breaking backwards, and everyone in the theater is like super quiet, and it's really intense. Joel leans over to me and goes, I think she's turning into a dog. Like really, really quietly. And I, fucking, I burst out laughing in the middle of the theater. And everyone is staring at me because I'm like crying. So fuck you, Joel. Well, there you go. So, so, um, all right, so where's, where's Joe's well, knee? Is this knee here? I was talking about the back leg. So uh, this is knee. No, the back no, leg. No, the back leg. Oh, the back leg. Yeah. Let's right. <laughs> use Joe's example. All right, here we go. Be careful where you aim that thing. So, Barbara, come in. Here, I'll turn around so you can see. Barbara, you. Yeah, Show the knee that was. Is it? So, that, I, I think that's one knee, but that's yeah. not the one. I was talking about the other one up top. That's an ankle. This? So up, up is this top. the knee up here? Like where it bends going down, a little below there. There, that's the knee. <laughs> We've got cat anatomy on the Joe, Joe did not give a fuck. So, this is the best so way to start 2013. When, when, I, when, I, when I took my dog to the vet, the vet was like, I'm going to check his knee because I'm trying to move it. He's being real guarded. He may have torn his ACL. And oh. I know what ACL is, right? Yeah. yeah. And then, like, what, she is he a linebacker? Was, <laughs> no, then, like, she looks at me like an idiot. And she's like, you know, like, like a football player. <laughs> I was like, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> like a football player, except small and shitty. <laughs> and living in your house. And described via emoji by oh, Bernie. No, it's, it's like the, you know, the music festival that happens in Austin. Like, oh, no, come on. Dude, I'll tell you what. I don't want a dog, but if I could get like a six-inch tall offensive lineman to live in my house, <laughs> I would... Oh, don't you do that when he's on my lap. Joe. Wow. Scared the shit out of him. <laughs> so Joe, yeah, he looks very scared. Look at him. He looks terrified. <laughs> yeah, he does. I wonder if Joe has any, like... I wonder if Joe has any, like, concept of the passage of time at all, like one year to the next or anything like that. <laughs> like, well, for Joe is... This is my Joe voice. For Joe is... <laughs> <laughs> is there the concept that seasons mean time, or is it just weather? Or does he even remember the weather? Does he remember it being hot and now it's cold? Yeah. Right. Does he expect it to get well, hot again? I mean, no. Cats shed more in the summer than they do in winter. He, he doesn't, he doesn't right mentally make that assumption. <laughs> yeah, like, no, he he does. does. He's not like, oh, time to shed. Yeah, totally. He's got a switch. He's got a flip. That you know, he's like, all right, time to <laughs> get fur over Joe everything. That may have been the funniest the thing I've ever seen you do. <laughs> you don't know. I could be thinking about that right now. Is it time to shed? Hmm. We got him. <laughs> we have to mic Joe. No, Joe, I love you. I think Joe got mad at me last week because I tossed him on Miles, and he actually got, I think got like mad at me for a yeah, couple he, days. He's been avoiding you. Come yeah. time. Come and, here, Joe. Uh, oh, bye, yep. Joe. Bye, Joe. Love you. Hopefully, he doesn't need any more of this confetti. So I got in your house, so I'm going to be moving in and taking Joe with me. I think. Oh, really? Oh, wow. That's our solution for Joe. Awesome. That's cool. Yeah, a lot of people awesome. have been asking if we found a house for him. Yeah, yeah. people were really concerned about Joe. We appreciate it. Yeah, when when thanks, Kara. When I was chasing him earlier because he ate the confetti, uh, Kara was like, oh, don't worry, leave him alone. I was like, no, he's going to throw it up on the set. We need, we need to get it out of his mouth right now. Yeah, I love cats. I, I've got two cats in my house, but cats throw up, and that might be the worst thing ever. Actually, I woke up this morning, and my cat was, like, starting to throw up on my bed. Oh. And I was like, I had to, like, kick him off the bed in order for him to so, get Like, he can throw up on the floor. Cat? They should make alarm clocks that make the animal about to throw up noise. <laughs> <laughs> I will jump out of bed in a fucking second, like, ready to go. So this morning, uh, like, something really weird, well, it's not really weird, but it was a strange experience for me in my head. Um, At about 4.30 this morning, I didn't know it was 4.30, so I'm asleep, right? And then all of a sudden, like, in this deep sleep, I hear, like, a a tone, like a meh, meh, meh. And I'm like, what? Meh, meh, meh. And I wake up, and I'm, like, slowly in that kind of hazy 
half asleep, half awake. And I open my eyes, and there's like a dim light in the corner of my room. And I hear this, map, 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 going off. I'm like, what's going on? I was like, that's not my alarm. And I'm, I'm like looking around, like trying to shake the sleep off. And I realized the power had gone out in my house. And the UPSs in my living room were going off. Uh. And I have like these uh, flashlights set up around my house that activate when the power's off. They all turn on to yeah. illuminate the house. And it was like a weird nightmare where it was like waking up. Keep telling your story. Yeah, she's confetti in here. Cause I'm Thank you. Probably driving the audience nuts. <laughs> and it was like this weird nightmare where you're waking up and there's this alarm you don't recognize and this this strange light. I felt like I was on a spaceship and something was going wrong. Oh Jesus! It's just like it's it's so weird to be woken up unexpectedly from yeah. a super deep sleep. One time I had uh, the radio playing as my alarm clock. Now I learned that that doesn't work at all anymore. And there was a song playing. I think it was like Sarah McLaughlin or something. And I was having a dream that I was in like some sort of heavenly state with, like, all these, like, animals all around me. And it was her fucking song from that stupid oh, God. animal... The worst commercial ever? Yeah. yeah. Like the, yeah the, in the arms brutal. of an angel? Yeah, that's the one. And I was dreaming about animals. Yeah, I had to get that piece of confetti out of Gus's hair. Sorry about the interruption with my butt there. Yeah, the but, audience got yeah. a nice shot. Well, well it's, it's, always, it's always bad when you, welcome. you incorporate your alarm into your dream. Where it's like, wow, I'm on a submarine that has an alarm. We're diving, we're diving. And then it's like, oh, I'm just sleeping through my alarm. Uh, you wake yeah. up and it's like, well. You know what's crazy hour. about it to me, Jack, is how, I don't know if you're this way, but how quickly your brain hears it, interprets it, and includes it in your dream, and it makes sense. Yeah, it's yeah, like, totally. your brain is like this fantastic storyteller. I guess it's kind of like its own captive audience where it's like, it can also say, this makes sense. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, it can up. totally tell you this is fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's what I say. It's also, uh, you don't know if your brain just like stops one dream and starts another. Yeah. And well, then you, you have no concept of that well, happening. Or you just accept it, right? right? Like, your brain finds this acceptable, so it's acceptable. And this yeah. is okay that's doing this. Well, it's weird, too. Like, when you, like, you know, I know when I can hit the snooze and fall back asleep and dream before my snooze goes off. And that's, like, a nine-minute window. And it's like, man, it's crazy to think that you can have, like, a, like, a, full, like a full dream in that little, like, maybe two oh, minutes. I can fall asleep and dream in, like, 45 seconds. Yeah. Like, what he's saying is, like, you have what appears to be longer than a nine-minute dream. Yeah. Like, dream time is longer. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's inception. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's inception. My brother once told me something kind of creepy, uh, which was he described when I was a kid, he described that phenomenon to me. My older brother trolls me forever. And he said, that's probably what happens when you die, is you just have a dream that lasts for the rest of eternity. And it just fills up the rest of the space. That Whoa. is the creepiest It's creepy, right? It's creepy. And I wish he hadn't put that in my fucking head. What if we're all dreaming right now? What's that? Yeah, you're what dead, you're dead already. already. Aren't you and Gavin, like, in a coma right now somewhere? God, I hope not. I like, just hope Gavin's like some kind of like byproduct of just all the horrible things I did in my life, <laughs> just spontaneously generated. That, that sounds about right. Yeah. Did you see that photo of Gavin in the Santa suit? Yeah. Why do you have boobs? I have no idea. Yeah, he had giant boobs for some reason. Yeah. I mean, it's cool, but yeah. but you know. Were you like strangely attracted <laughs> to him in that photo? No, I know. I will never oh. be strangely attracted to Gavin. I thought I had another one of those guns, but I don't. Only no, normally I've got a thing attracted. here. You want, you want this no, thing? I've got other ones. So this is podcast one ninety nine. Yes, one ninety nine. So for. Podcast 200, uh, Jay or Dan and I wanted to have a bow tie podcast. Nice. But uh, he's going to be out still for the holidays. Oh, he's still gone. Yeah, so we'll probably do a bow tie podcast for number 201. Nice. Okay. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do anything else special. I need to figure that out, I guess, in the next yeah. week. <laughs> we should drink alcohol. Time's a ticking. Yeah. I guess Champagne. We, yeah, I don't know. What, what should we do? Do you have any ideas? Well, I can be, think it's, about it. It's the second week Maybe we of should the set year. up a phone here uh, during the live stream oh, and, my and talk God. to people. That's asking for trouble. the worst idea ever. That sounds like a horrible idea. It does sound like a horrible yeah. idea. No Happy offense. New Year! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't know, man. 
It's a little smoke cloud. Like, that's, that's a little bad. I mean, you know? two, what do we do for 100? That was our first video podcast of all time. Yes. Yeah. So it seems like we should do something. Smell-o-vision. I don't know what. Everyone gets a card you can scratch and smell it. We've already done live podcasts. We've already done video podcasts. What else can we do? We do uh, some kind of video A naked thing. podcast. We've had some interaction. We, we do a, a podcast in uh, Halo 4. You have confetti on what do you think is the least? What do you think is like, the least popular thing that we've done on the podcast? The like, least popular? To change it up. The... The least popular people thing don't seem to like guests very much. That is the thing that yeah. I've noticed as well. The people yeah. don't seem to like guests. Well, I think the people that are into whatever the guests are talking about love it. Yeah. But then you know, if you if you're not, that's not something you're into. Then it's kind of like, all right, I'm done. And you know. Well, what and if, what we'd if, like to thank Tim for appearing yeah. on today's podcast. Hey, Tim. <laughs> Whenever we Tim. have a guest, it's always something we're we're interested in. It's always people we want to talk yeah. to. Like we talked to the Bioware guys. Like that to me was awesome. I thought it was great. Like, and that's when we had Adam on the podcast. Yeah. Was Interviews are tough though. I get yeah. it because well, it's like, you know, it's. I mean, even when we do interviews, like when one of us appears and does an interview on another show, and we tweet about it and post it and all that, even post it on our front page, it gets way less views than a normal video than we than we yeah. normally do. People yeah. just like. Well, it's not like comedic. It's not. It's not like a scripted piece of entertainment. It's yeah. Informative. Yeah, but I, I think Barb's right though. I think don't you agree that guest yeah, segments tend to be our least popular? I like the way we're doing it now, where we have people appear. You know, and it's like the whole podcast is centered around the guests showing up. So episode two hundred. Well, I don't think, well, I don't think we ever guests. did. Oh, we, no, what I'm saying is like, so we can't do guests <laughs> well, either. I, say, I don't think that. we ever did a podcast where it was entirely centered around a guest. Uh, we did the one when you were gone. We did the one in L.A. where oh, we had Hannah and right. we had Shira on. Yep. Right. Yeah. And uh, they were our guests. Yeah. And one that was like, that was pretty much the entire podcast. You missed Gus? No, I've missed more than that. Really? How many have you missed? Uh, I think according to the spreadsheet, I'm like at 95%. Really? Yeah. That, that low. So but I miss, you're the highest. Yeah. So uh, if I miss one in 20, I've missed 10 then. Jeez. That seems a lot, like a lot more. I, I, miss, I miss a good number. Really? Yeah. Early on. I mean, there were a few mm-hmm. that you missed. Why don't we put it out there? We'll crowdsource it. So if you guys have any suggestions for what we should do for our 200th podcast, please let us know. We want to do something fun. Yeah, tweet us with the hashtag RT Podcast. We even did a location one because of the gauntlet. So I thought that went really well, actually. I, the audience liked that one a lot. Yeah. yeah and I Good thought, thing you got that audio. So did we talk about that? We didn't talk about Wait, that. I don't think so. So, um, you know, this was after we filmed the finale oh, shit, of the gauntlet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We, we had, that day, we had taken out all the podcast equipment with us, and I forgot the power supply for our audio mixer. Mm-hmm. So we had everything we needed to do the stream, except we couldn't run any audio. Kind of uh, an important yeah. Thing yeah, so in a like podcast. thirty minutes before we were supposed to go live, I called Barbara, and she came over and grabbed the the power supply from oh. here in the attic. And this is a place that was a thirty minute drive away yeah. from yeah, Austin. Yeah, it was a ways away. So she and had to I like, was only like on my way back to Austin, so I had to drive to the office, grab it, find it because I didn't know what it looked like. I don't know what equipment yeah. looks like, and then drive it back to San Marcos. We we literally were ready to stream about two minutes before we were supposed to go live. Yeah, uh, that day it was it was a fucking nightmare yeah. i would have gotten pulled over easily <laughs> i was driving really fast nice but anyway it was great i, I really i really liked it anyway no it was fun like that, that was actually it was funny because i got there a little early so we were prepping for it and actually that's where i met tim and he came up and he's like hey i'm a big fan i was like all right cool and i had no idea that he had won because like you guys had literally just finished yeah. filming the finale and like so he came up and he's like hey what's up man i was like all right cool. yeah the final four contestants were still there yeah and in fact yeah. they sat in on that episode yeah, yeah. and watched uh so the, the they're off of way in the yeah, you can see some of them in on, on the balcony, like popping their head up and like. Oh really? No, they're not on the balcony. They they were like around behind oh. the stage. The people on the balcony were like guardians and like yeah. people that were there. To, there was like to a bunker. There was like like eight people sort of in a little bunker area yeah. near the sort of control area. It was yeah. really entertaining. Yeah, we had, to, we had to make sure that the four people were could I, not be on camera at all. They were like around the corner. Yeah, they true. were hidden, hidden away. Didn't think about that. Yeah, I remember that one. I got a little drunk on that one. 
That was when I. That was my magic trick. Well, episode. the interesting thing about that podcast as well was that is a venue that's also a bar. They also oh, yeah, sell yeah, liquor. Yeah. So we were there, we and we brought beer in like we normally do for the podcast. And then because of uh, Texas Alcohol Bureau, uh, you could not. We could not drink our own beer that we brought in, so we had to buy it from the bar. But the yeah. guy who ran the place was still there, so he would bring us beer. For us to drink on the podcast, but then I think we had to pay him, right? Yeah, or, we had, to, or we had a tab. We, we had to or pay him. Well, yeah, it was a weird drink. thing that happened that I just learned. There's a lot of strange rules about alcohol in Texas, and it goes back to when Texas was a much more religious state. We were a very heavy Baptist state 20 years ago. Yeah, and there's a lot. Of, yeah, not that long ago. <laughs> um, and uh, it was there's a lot of rules associated with the Baptist religion and drinking and dancing, but mainly drinking is the one they pass laws about. And I just recently found out, guys, uh, when I was at Badnamathon, I went overnight. They stopped serving alcohol at 2. They start serving alcohol again, I think, at like 8 in the morning. Yeah. But I didn't know this was a rule. Until from like 8 to noon, you can order alcohol, but you also have to order food. Yes, yeah. that's why. That's what happens on Sundays. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you can't buy it. Yeah, you just said that. Yeah, so I, I, I never heard that before. Yeah, it's, yeah. The weird, it's the weird loophole. Isn't like, it a law here that if you're a pub that serves alcohol, you also have to have food available for a purchase as well. No, really? That's not true. That's mm. not a law here? No. You can you can operate a bar that does not sell food. Really? Absolutely. There are tons of them on 6th Street. There are very few bars that actually sell food. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah the, the laws in Texas are weird. I mean, when I, I worked at a grocery store here in Austin, and on Sundays we literally had to shut down the beer aisle. Like, we had to put a little chain up, and it was like, until noon, we couldn't sell any beer. And it's mm-hmm. like, why? I don't I don't get it. But Oh, it's even weirder than that. I mean, it's yeah. like, we, we got into the whole discussion of like, there's just things that when you live in a place, you accept them for the way they are. Yeah. And, like, the best example I can think about that is, I think we've talked about in the podcast a few hundred episodes ago. But one of the strangest things to me is that in America, at least in Texas, where we live in America, you have to license your car every year from the government. You have to get a sticker that goes on your windshield or on your license plates that say, this is registered with the state and I can drive my car. And we just accept that because, of course, you get your car licensed because we all do it. Right. But in the U.K., you have to do the same thing with televisions. You have to license your television every year and get, like, a, a, a television license. So for, when you drive really? around town, you can show your license. Yeah, if you have a television in your house and plugged in, it has to be licensed by the BBC. And there's the different government. costs associated with whether or not it's a color television versus a black and white television. Are you Which serious? is probably not relevant as much these days. And I assume it's probably different versus on um, SD versus HD te- television. Well, and it's one of those things. It's like it, when you don't pay that fee, you're like, what are you talking about? That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. But you talk to someone from the UK, they're like, yeah, TV license, yeah. What's the big deal about that? So is Gavin confused that he didn't have to license his TV here? I don't think he was confused by that. that he just doesn't see it as a big deal that you would license your TV. So it's well, per oh, house, too, right? It's not per television. No, it's I per think television. it's per television. Is it really? It's per TV, yeah. Yeah. He said they have vans that go around and check it somehow. Yeah, they can detect signal or... That's what he said, but who knows? He's an idiot. <laughs> uh, so to take it a step further here, I'm, uh, I, I, stop me if this is getting too political. So you pay a registration fee for your car, and people accept that. But if it was called, like, a car tax, people would not accept that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're, no, you're, you're absolutely right. It's the exact same thing, right? Yeah, of course it is. I mean, it's just money you're paying to the government. I mean, right, you can call yeah. one a tax and... Want a fee? It's yeah, like, yeah. Like, that's always confusing to me. Is like the the small verbiage changes you can make that make things acceptable or unacceptable. Like it's people are like okay or no fuck this we don't want to do it. Yeah, weird. Do you how, think how big of a stickler are you for this kind of thing? Like for instance, I moved and I've 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 had my driver's license is probably like two addresses out of date at this point, and I just don't I don't care. I'm not going to go get another driver's do it license. Online. You can do it online to update my driver's license yeah. address. You can update your address. 
Uh, can I do that? Just mail it to you, yeah. No, I'm totally doing it's that. Texas.gov. I'll save my picture. Hey. I'm like, hey. <laughs> I want to change my picture, though. I'm like 50 pounds heavier. I got to go in for that. Then. Yeah. Dude, I, I, spent, I spent about four hours at the DMV on my birthday when I turned 30 trying to get my driver's license. Yeah, I think fixed. you talked about that on the podcast. Man, yeah. I, was, what was, was wrong with your driver's license? Well, because they expired. Because uh. the Texas driver's license lasts for like six years. Yeah. And so, like, but I, I, you know, I put it off and I put it off and I had to go in. Because you can do it online one year, but then the next year you, or the one time, and then the next time you have to go in and Dude. do it. Because they do like your eye test. So and stuff. I went in. This most recent time was my time where my uh, driver's license was expired and I had to go in. I showed up to the place at like 8 a.m., you know, and the line was already out the door. It was a fucking nightmare. And, uh, you know, I go in. I say, I need to get, renew my driver's license. Said I couldn't do it online. They're like, all right, pick a number, go sit down. I sit down. And mind you, like I said, this is 8 a.m. I sit down next to this dude who stinks of weed. <laughs> like, super strong. Like, this guy's been up all he, night he, smoking he weed. Oh, and I was cool. like, Baked. man, this guy, <laughs> this guy was like, <laughs> all right, I, I, I got I like up it. early today and go to the DMV. Better smoke some weed. <laughs> like, this is the guy I'm sitting next to the DMV. I'm like, oh, Well, I mean, I if he has to wait here? there for hours not doing anything or looking at anyone or saying anything, oh. it's like, well, that's Also, when, well when I well. did well. get my driver's license that time, I had been like I wasn't thinking, and the day oh, no. the day before I had been fucking with my facial hair, oh, so no. I like have this awful uh, mustache and beard. Oh going my here. god, you look. Uh, uh, yeah, you got to you got to scan a photo of that. Wow. I'll, I'll put that in the link though. You, Minus you, my. You look like a villain dress. from from True Lies. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> You you know, all I'm saying is bad. this picture of. Can we hold this no, up? No, so no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good point. Let's, we're going to edit it. Okay. This picture of Gus, we'll put it up, but it looks like. Let's just put it this way. It looks like you should be one of about 18 other photos <laughs> right on the news. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you can see oh, it all. No, I'll, I'll cover all the shit. Spe- speaking of facial hair, uh, yeah, I, I trim mine down. Hey, oh, you can't see in. it. I'll, we'll put it in the link down. Yeah, I trim my facial hair down. No one. Like, this will be the first time. Thank God. It's been public. Thank you, Jack. Yeah, I still have the beard, but it's not as as, no as long. You guys taking a break from Awu? No, we shot we shot Awu uh, early for this this past week, and we're taking uh, New Year's Eve off. So, or, or we took New Year's yeah. Eve off. Thanks well, for doing year. the world a favor and cutting that monstrosity I, down. I, so I trimmed it down quite a bit, but uh, I, man, I liked it. Do you miss it? Uh, I don't. This looks so much better. Who cares what you think? It's his face. Uh, I, I have know. to look at it. He doesn't have to look at it. Nobody looks at it. He's got this no, view of it. No, no. It's the thing. That's <laughs> like, it was, as long as everything's okay from here, he's happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking it was so long I could look at it. That was, that was the thing. Let's be honest. Nobody's looking at the field of view. Yeah. Nobody's looking at Jack's face. There we That's go. not happening. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's, uh, no I, I like it. I like it shorter. Like, I mean, I, I, sh- I, I trimmed it down for Christmas stuff because I had family and whatnot. And I was like, all right, I should... I should look somewhat respectable for for Christmas. But you got. I like that he like didn't think about his family the entire time. He's grown that like, huge beard. Well, no, I saw more. Like I saw my grandmother, and like I saw you know people. Stop oh, it. oh, there we go. Stop it! I hate you guys. But um, anyway, so I trimmed it down. <laughs> All I want to say is that I noticed you trimmed your beard down because you told me about it. And guess what? You're a fucking asshole because I just talked to you about using your beard for something. I know, no, you, yeah, we, we brought up something that you wanted to use my beard for, and then I, I literally, like, I, as soon as I was finished doing it, I was like. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> That's I right. About that. Well, so what, what I think I'm going to do is I think I'm going to grow it out until PAX East, which is in March, March. or April. March, April, I believe. March. mid-March. So it'll be four months. Oh, is it March now? Yeah, it's March 22nd to 24th. It's it's you, really? really? Yeah. I thought, okay. <laughs> Why is that weird? So, oh, because so, they, they keep moving it. It, was, it used to be March, it yeah. was April, and now it's back to March. Right? It's I always know. around. I know. So, you know. Boston okay. is too cold at that so time of year. I will grow it out until PAX East, and then I will trim it down again until RTX. 
So I'll trim it down right after PAX East, and I'll, then I'll grow it back. You trim it down after PAX East? Why after PAX East? Because people want to see it. People want... Okay, uh, do, do whatever. You know, do you know how many photos I have of people touching my beard? That's as fucking gross, gross. As gross as it is, but I still have it. Like, people want to go and see a beard. It's, I have a don't, shirt don't based on my Don't touch it, guys. This is a PSA. No, it's funny. Every time, someone, it. Every, every time someone takes a photo touching my beard, I'm like, all right, that's great. You're going to die in seven days. And they say, what? And then one guy actually got kidney stones in he Toronto. Got kidney stones. <laughs> he got kidney stones. He's like, so, yeah, you know how you told my friend he was going to die in seven days? He's in the hospital right now. Yeah, yeah. So a guy came up, like, it was like Friday, he touched my beard, took a photo. The next day, he got kidney stones. <laughs> I was like, well, I warned you. You know, that's like... Honestly, that's like a big fear of mine. I don't know why. Kidney stones? Like, in the back of my head, I'm like, I'm going to get kidney stones. Like, I don't want to have to deal with that. I think if you haven't gotten them by your 30s, you're probably not going to get them. Like, people who get them, get them all the time. Really? I think it's a blood chemistry thing. I feel like it's an older person thing, though. Well, I think you could get them later in life, but I think people who get them, like, if you're worried about, you're worried about getting them tomorrow, right? Yeah. You're not going to live past 50. Yeah, Who are we kidding, true. right? So, you're not worried about getting them in your 60s or 70s. Yeah, fuck that. He's got yeah. a dog to Did you have the chicken pox when you were younger? I got them twice. Ooh. So you're probably going to get shingles. Guys had a lot of chickens. <laughs> <laughs> when he grew up, there was like, there's like 14 different kinds of chickens around him, so odds were in his favor that he was going to get it twice. Yeah, How do you I, get chicken pox twice? I got it once when I was an infant, like really, really young. Yeah. And then I remember I got Is it Is that again. what infant means, guys? <laughs> Is that what it <laughs> means really, really young? <laughs> Let me check what Google has to say. Infant. Check it on IMDb. IMDb uh, infant. And then I got you it again correct. when I was in first grade. And the worst part about chicken pox for me, and uh, I'm going to tell a bit of a personal story here. Hey so I remember being, you know, in first grade, being seven years old and having chicken pox in my ass crack. Oh. And it was like, you want to scratch them. And, like, even, like, walking and movement would make them, like, rub against each other. Oh, my God. Well, this might be the grossest thing ever. And it was, it was terrible. And, like, as a seven, like, your parents keep telling you, don't scratch them, don't itch them. And you're like, like, you can't walk. <laughs> like, I just wanted to lay down all day because... Any movement would make them want to make me want to itch, dude. Do you want for the sh- first time ever, I want the podcast to itch. Nice. <laughs> I want this to be over. I mean, we, we just you, cut you watch all of all of uh, a simple walk in Mordor, right? Yeah. The, the Carrie and Chris thing. When Carrie was talking about the uh, the chafing, oh, dude, like that that hit me in a special place in my heart because uh, when special I, when place I, in your heart or a special place in your pants? In, in between my legs. <laughs> when, when I worked when I was working at uh, at Disney, I worked at a at the water portion, like this, uh, wa- like these. I know where the story's going. Yeah, yeah. So I worked, I worked at the the backlot tour at, at Disney MGM Studios, and I worked at the the like the water tank where we did like we showed how they did special water right. effects and stuff. So all it was was me in shorts all day on this like this dock above the water where we'd have guests come in and stuff. And that combination of moisture and walking around all day, it was like it was like chafing times a billion. It was the worst thing ever. It was, no, it's just it's just chafing and it hurts just as dude, bad for it everybody's hurts whole, so fucking yeah. bad. I went on a four day golf trip with some of my buddies. We did four rounds of golf, and the first day walk in the course, it rained on us, oh. and we were just I, never, I didn't think twice. I said, like, who gives a shit? Fucking rains on us. No, because as long as we get hit by lightning, we're okay. That was a fuck. That was misery. Yeah. The rest of that trip was horrible. Yeah, something about the, like the moisture and just moving around a lot is just like it's like. Well, I'm gonna have to invest in baby powder because I'm gonna be using the shit out of stuff. Yeah, it's it, it is the worst thing. It's one of those things. If it happens to you once, you never want it to happen again. No, and you think about it every time oh, you get in those yeah. conditions. You got special travel underwear. I did get special travel underwear. <laughs> it's supposed what to. Does what is that it supposed to help you got with? I wore them travel. yesterday. I wish I'd worn them today. Um, show no. the podcast. <laughs> yes, I could show everyone uh, watching the video. Um, it's these types of underwear. It's uh, a brand called Icebreaker, and it's made uh, <laughs> of uh, merino wool. And it's supposed to be very. It's supposed to be in, 
uh, marketed towards people who do a lot of outdoorsy stuff when they travel. That's not you? Yeah. It's not me, but they're very comfortable okay. and they're very low maintenance. So you can, What does that mean? How I'm, 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 what underwear you let, let him finish. I'm still talking. Let him finish. I'm upset about it. So though. what you do is you can wash them in cold water. So like let's say you're traveling, you can just take a couple pair with you. You wash them with a little bit of soap in like a sink and you let them line dry and they line dry like super fast like in 10 15 minutes. So like let's say you take a couple pair with you on a trip you wash them real quick. How light are you packing? Where if are you, you just going? want to take your backpack. Did you Where say put it in your going? pockets or something? Where or are you wear going? It? Or you just, like, their suggestion, I don't do this, but their suggestion is you can wear them up to three times before you have to wash them. Ugh. All right, I'm done. This I'm is gonna underwear? <laughs> I'm going to apologize, everybody. I got to go. That's it. <laughs> it's a good year for away. podcast. That's it. Yeah. I, I'm going to end on that note. Happy 199, everybody. I can't take it. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Is Bernie going to use the restroom? I bet Bernie. I think he is. He just yeah, Bernie. Yeah, that's what it is. Bernie's gonna go step away to use the restroom. Step away to use the restroom. Yeah, you son of a bitch. I got yelled at for using the restroom. I can tell he's not leaving because uh, his phone's here. Oh yeah, his phone. I'll go through his phone. No, don't. No. Do that. That's terrible. All right, well let's wrap up anyway. It's about time to. We should have Gus. him for the wrap up. What? We should have Bernie for the wrap up. No. Is he no, leaving? He's gonna talk about food. He's not leaving. He's absolutely not. So one ninety nine. So you've done this for hundred ninety nine episodes minus, minus ten, maybe twenty. No, not not twenty. Oh, uh, ten, yeah, yeah, minus, minus or ten-ish episodes. So, what what is what, what would you say is your favorite moment on the podcast, Gus? My uh, my favorite moment on the podcast may have been last week when we almost made Gavin throw up talking about wet cow shit. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, Any, anytime you can get people to gag, I remember I remember we did the podcast live at RTX. That was a good one. And uh, I, I I almost I got Bernie to start gagging talking about my beard and talking to to um, to Fra- uh, Frankie. And uh, trying just, just going more and more grotesque as I could until I got Bernie to finally just cut me off. The uh, the live stream at the Gauntlet uh, that was set fun. was also pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. What about you? What's your favorite? My favorite moment? Probably today when Bernie was playing with the cat. <laughs> really? Funny. That was your favorite moment? I don't know. I, I would have to think about it. 199 right. episodes? I'm not good when I'm put on the spot. Uh, I'm remembering well, back. Here, let's wrap this up, but to wrap it up, we're all going to pop get, one of these things. Yay. yay. Oh, you got one? I, I got one. All right. I'm good. You going to come back in here and pop one with us, Bernie? Burns, get over here. I'm going to get on this thing. Oh, oh they got to turn that on. Oh, wait. Is yeah. the mic here. on? Uh, take this. Can you get this? Oh, there we go. Oh, Bernie's uh, in uh, Dallas? Oh, wait, what is that? Well, oh, that's L.A. That's moment. L.A. I don't have a favorite moment. Bernie's in L.A. Pick up your... Oh, <laughs> this is my Metro, Look, you, you, metro Bernie in L.A. You, step, you stepped away from the couch to go to Los Angeles, apparently. Yeah. That's right. a, is that the N- Nakomi Tower? What, what? Gosh, you gave me an empty one. Nakatomi? I don't know if you can see that. Is it empty? Yeah. Oh. Good Wait, here. Here. No, I got one. You got one? Hey, there we go. Shit. Sorry. All right. Well, happy 2013. Everyone maintain nuggets. Maintenance. McNuggets. No more bullshit. Right. Bernie's walking around, All right. smashing Happy the shit. Happy New Year! So Bernie's over there. I'm over here. Hey, Barbie, do you want to go first? Yeah, go. Oh, no. All at the same right. time. Right. At the same time. All right. One, One two, two, three. three. Woo! Not Bernie. LA is two hours later, so I'll just hang out here. It's a good thing we were on Bernie's shot. Hey! That <laughs> hurt. <laughs> shit. That one stung me a little bit. All right. Well, let's Fuck. let's wrap this up. What a shitty so, way to end. Uh, Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll be back next week with number two hundred. Uh, and, I think someone uh, will lick this. Have a good 2013. Bye. 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 Happy New Year.